This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. So... Recently, I'm doing, and Sean, new CBB Comedy Bang Bang World the show. Scott hasn't seen. I didn't know. I, I did not know that's what I was doing at the time. Me neither. I thought I was doing something completely different. But pretty soon, I realized I'm doing Scott hasn't seen on Comedy Bang Bang World. And as I raised this issue, I'm like, am I doing this? Like, am I doing Scott hasn't seen? They're like, yes, okay, you're doing this. Uh, can we please come to one agreement, which is that you do not release this episode for free, and which I thought was completely fair on our part because I was happy to sure. do the episode. And as everybody knows f- for all of us, but especially for Scott, it's not about anybody here in mm-hmm. this shit. What he loves and his mm-hmm. passion is just making the pod. Yeah. It's the love of the fucking game, dog. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, like he's asking for that. He's saying, please don't release this. But he like to me, he's saying, free me. Free me from this prison of I have to make money with my new show. Release this episode for free. And that I am doing this now. I am releasing it. So I feel like we got our wires crossed somewhere along the line. So what was the conversation that happened? Uh, they said, don't release this. They said, don't release this. Yes. What did you hear? You heard me saying that? I thought it was you. They revealed to you your doing yeah. Scott hasn't seen. Yes. This is how I remember it. And okay. this is like, this is like Rashi man. Rashi man. This is like Rashi man. Mm-hmm. So what my memory is, yeah. I, I wish you could go into my mind and see my Rashi man version. Is that you said, wait a minute, am I on Scott hasn't seen? And they said, yes, yes you are. And you said, that's fine. I'll do it. Just don't never release, release this. it, please. Happy okay. to do it. Love to do a pod with my guys. I don't really want anyone to hear it. Is that what happened? It's possible and that, it was that like is a what trap, happened. Like that it was like, a, um, like, let's do it because it's so hmm. fun to do a podcast. But I don't want to get caught up in all the like people are commenting and they're listening and it's this whole thing. And that... Uh, Ultimately, when they went back and listened to it themselves, which, you know, they've been known, I think, especially when we do an episode, yeah. Scott goes and listens to it and just chuckles to himself in his study. Yeah. That he was like, this is actually too good. We have to put it out. I'm sorry. It's and possible. Broke a promise. Yeah. I mean, like, I could listen to it to know exactly what was said, but I am busy being not interested. Uh, and so. We are releasing this for free as you know, as since they release it, I guess we're releasing it as like retaliation for free and it's outside of comedy bang bang world, right? I have no idea at this point. Okay. I love, I love this. I know what this is such a great picture of our nation. It's like a snapshot of our nation, how people two people, you know, fairly 
similar lifestyles, yeah. backgrounds, whatever, can look mm-hmm. at the same thing and see a completely different scenario. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about anymore with this. I don't know what's going on. I thought Scott found this episode so funny. He, against our will, released the episode. And then I guess what you're saying is that as revenge, we, we're saying, as revenge, we're now, releasing it outside the paywall. Yeah, and you so can't I guess make any not, money off it. At I least. guess it's not like our nation. We're saying the same thing. So yeah. this is not our nation. This is just us. We are, you know, we are better than the nation because we're actually finding common ground and working. I'm reaching across the aisle right now mm-hmm. to shake my friend Hayes's hand and say, mm-hmm. "I agree with you. We're doing it to get back at him." Scott hasn't seen this where Scott and super producer Sprague the Whisperer, a fake man played by Sean Diston, go through the filmography of Scott's blind spots, popular films he somehow missed when they came out. And at the end of each episode, they ask the question, is Scott happy he saw these movies before his eventual death? And we talked about Space Jam 2, and it's on Comedy Bang Bang World, which you can subscribe to. I think it's actually broken. But at one point, you could subscribe to it at cbbworld.com. But I'm I going think to in the right interim, now, you're supposed to subscribe is, to our yeah. Patreon, and then that be, and then you get a link to go to the working version of the comedy bank. At least so. you know how, like when you like when you jumpstart your car, you have to drive it around for a while. Like that's the equivalent of subscribing to our Patreon in the meantime, just to keep everything warm just to get your card working and stuff mm-hmm. and those transactions going through so that the company doesn't have like a red flag yeah. when they when you first do the county bang bang world yeah because it is completely broken and it was hacked but cbb world includes all of the archives and current episodes of comedy bang bang ad free plus new shows like scott hasn't seen the andy daily podcast project including bananas for bonanza cbb presents and more subscribe for a year and get two months free at cbbworld.com that's the least they can do with the site being completely broken like it is and now enjoy our episode of scott hasn't seen Welcome to Scott Hasn't Seen, the podcast that explores the movie blind spots of deranged human being Scott Ackerman. <laughs> I'm Sprague. The Whisperer. You gotta come in. Sprague the Whisperer, but you gotta come in there, Scott. When I say <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so, uh, oh, I thought you, you don't just want me no, to no, correct no. you. No, you no, also no, want no, me to say that. It's, by it's, the way, I'm Sprague. And you it's kind of me, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, ahead. I was going to, but you then. I was gonna say it's the same timing as with with uh with your other Scott buddy, you know. It's like I'm Scott and I'm Scott. And I'm so, Scott. Yeah. so it's like I'm Sprague. And I'm Sprague. No, you you know, you fucked it up. It's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we shall figure it out. Welcome, Scott. How are you, Scott? I'm good, Sprague. Thank you so much uh for having having me on my own show. <laughs> yeah, Scott. I mean I'm sort of having you in a way, yep, you know. I true. sort of read okay. I read you in, you know, I sort of say my name first, you say your name, but then yeah, sure. it's like it, you know. I fuck up saying my name. I'm Scott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Finally. All right, Finally. we'll just edit okay. that in. We'll edit that to the right spot and then we'll be okay, good on good. Scott. Professional podcasting. Ooh, here we are. So, Scott, here we are again. We, we, the last time we were here, Scott, we were talking about a movie you haven't seen famously. It was just Space Jam. Space Jam. Huge yeah. blind, not side, hashtag blindside survivor, but a huge blind spot. Huge hashtag blindside. <laughs> we shouldn't say blindside. I blindsided blind you with it. 
<laughs> you blindsided me with it, and I was like, "Hold on, what just happened?" I looked wait, over wait. at you, and I was like, "Hold on, I thought we, we were voting together." We can't say blind spot anymore because of no, the visually I, I, impaired. I say we don't say blind spot anymore because of the people that look at the sun, you know, when they when they shouldn't done those eclipse days. Or because days. of the TV show Blind Spot. I mean, that's another you one. You shouldn't I be saying seen. it. And what was that show about? A girl that was naked with tattoos? I have no idea. She was naked now, every single episode. I mean, <laughs> technically. Most people in every TV show are naked at some point during right. the time frame that and, the, and if you the think about it, television show occurs. If you think about it, they're naked under their clothes as well. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Scott. No, but that, I think we should say blindsided. <laughs> so you blindsided me with this Space Jam thing, and I was sort of like, all right. How have you not seen Space Jam? We watched it. It was sort of like 90 minutes of just sort of a, a shoe commercial. But then we realized there's this other movie, Scott. Yeah, we realized it at the end of the episode that <laughs> there the was this the other episode, movie. <laughs> we looked up and we were like, "Hold on, wait a minute!" It was a post. It was someone, in the post credits. Yeah, someone was skywriting. Actually, that's how I figured it out. Someone Scott sky- turned around and he looked up to the sky and he said, "Wait a minute, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Space Jam Two, a movie that came out over quarantine." Scott. Uh, by the way, Space Jam Two. A new, a new legacy. legacy. Of course, Scott. We can't. What are we doing? We gotta say it's a new legacy. Of course. This that's, is a new that, legacy. It's mm-hmm. Space Jam 2. It's a mere 25 years after the original. Yeah, now, Scott, this movie came out during the infamous Quar, you know? It and did. It was one of, well, it, it was, I mean, it just came out like uh, in July or something. I still, I still kind of call that the infamous Quar. The reason <laughs> I say that is because it came out sort of on HBO Max, Scott. Yeah, that's where and, I saw it. That's where I saw it as well. Or no, no, sorry, we haven't seen it yet. That's where I would have seen it. (laughs) (laughs) But Scott, you know, the thing I was going to sort of ask you is, so I saw a lot of these sort of straight to to streamers over over Quar, Scott. Did you have like any favorites that you watched? Because I I watched a few. Yeah, I liked uh, Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad, sorry. The Suicide Squad, don't forget. You add the duh, it's it's the opposite Facebook. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Suicide Squad is the opposite of Facebook, isn't it? That's the poster, it should say that. (laughs) Hi, we're the opposite of Facebook. We're the opposite of Facebook. And no character pictures. No, nothing. No stars Just like the Facebook. Logo, but in yellow or something. <laughs> if you want like to see the opposite of, of Facebook, walk into this theater. That would be very tight, and I don't think it would have done well. Yeah, yeah that I one, that one came out pretty recently, Scott, and I thought that was pretty uh, good. Yeah, back in uh, August, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was one where I feel like I would have enjoyed seeing in theaters, but I watched I it. I would have liked home. seeing it. Yeah, I wanted to watch it in the backyard with some friends who I've been watching in the back movies in the backyard and projecting them on a big screen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. Um, Pretty I also harsh. Now it's, it's hard to find out that you're having these friendly get togethers with your friends. And old <laughs> Sprigs, friend. the super producers, not invited. <laughs> I bring you over to the cave all the time. I'm sure, like, hey, I know, I know. Let me stream some, you know, I'll, I'll put up a what movie do you here. See? We'll, we'll watch anything. You know what I want to see, Scott? I guess we could see some of these together, but yeah, go ahead. I think we should see Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> what is Little Giants? One that's, of Rick a, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> now, that's one of Rick Moranis' final movies, Scott. So does he little only Giants. do movies where things are little? <laughs> it's pretty, it's true. Now that I think about it. Little Giants. Powers. I guess little the Giants. Puffed Marshmallow Man. And, sh- and, the and Shrunk. Wow. He didn't yeah. do Shrunk. What, that's I have the not seen the Shrunk movie. trilogy, by the way. Oh, we got to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> we have to start making a list because I haven't seen a bunch of these things. Wait, you haven't seen Honey, I Blew Up the Baby? No, no. <laughs> Honey, I Blew That's the Baby. That's the one That's to watch. Different. That's, That's not different one you want to see. But the one to watch is Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. It's really funny. Hmm, okay. 
We'll but we'll that, put that on the list, definitely. But yeah, I I, I also saw Wonder Woman two. I guess mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I've seen DC a, you watched. Yeah, well, I mean that's HBO Max. Put them all up uh, same day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yes. I thought Wonder Woman was pretty good. You know what else I think I watched over quarantine? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Like here's the thing. It's bad, you know. Oh yeah, it's awful. A lot of these movies are bad, <laughs> but you know, at the end of it, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this was the perfect a one memory. to come out." That was a perfect one where I was like, "If I would have went to theaters, I would have been furious. I would have been so pissed." Although <laughs> I would have eaten something, I would have had maybe it. like a hot dog or something or whatever. But but I, I just I, realized I could make hot dogs at home. Like I went to a ba- a Dodgers game on the on the two weeks that quarantine was lifted. <laughs> yeah, where they were like, everyone come out <laughs> everyone quickly, get the fuck out. We're here. doing six games a day, and it was so expensive. And I was like, hold on, hold on, I can eat hot dogs at home. Like Wait, I, you I, mean I, I just boil some water, <laughs> flop one of these dogs in there, <laughs> just one, <laughs> just flop one. Watching in my there. girlish figure. You but, know, um, my, that's really yeah. funny. You know, I, my client Sean Distant worked on a show with Rory Scoville where one oh, of the yeah. bits on the show was Rory Scovel was his character was so alone that he sat at home and made one hot dog on like a frying pan you know (laughs) and he was like that's just the way he cooked dinner for himself I always thought that was a pretty pathetic thing but now that I think about it It, then he got to eat a hot dog at the end and that actually sounds like a good majority of my life (laughs) like (laughs) in my 20s at least standing above a like a a flame that sort of isn't flaming that right because you're not knowing exactly how to cook anything like, I don't you know, know, if you, I press the hot dog down on the thing, it maybe it cooks faster. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, when, I, when I figured out you could microwave hot dogs, boy, that was a game changer. Mm, that changes the game. And then sometimes they explode and you're like, I've got a free hot dog from like a nuclear <laughs> holo- like a nuclear wasteland or something. Yeah. Know? And then you, yeah. And well, I don't know what I was going to say. And then well, you let what? me think about, and then you eat it. I think it's maybe <laughs> I know, yeah, I was going to take, take you through every step of the process. Let you me think about this. What shit, the, what, of course. What are the quarantine that. movies I saw? I saw Minari, Scott. That was one. Oh, that I, yeah, Minari I was great. I ended up getting Although, that one as a screener, I guess. Yeah, see, that that's the thing is, screen, is there were a ton of like Oscar screeners that I saw through, right, right. you know, the DGA or whatever. Like, what so. was that movie called? Like, Famous Little Woman or something? Infamous Famous Little Woman? Oh, I have no, I don't know. Do you only watch Oxygen Phenomenal movies? Little Movie? <laughs> no, it was like uh, the one where the woman was like killing people and um, Extraordinary Woman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Promising Young Woman. <laughs> Promising Woman. <laughs> All of those can be one person. They're not. Really left a real big impression that I couldn't remember the title of the movie. Yep. Uh, there was something about not being able to go to theaters that really made a lot of these movies wash right off my back, Scott. Well, Minari was was probably my favorite movie of the year, I think. Minari um, was great. And I think it was one of those movies you can watch at home because it isn't like a giant blockbuster or anything. It's just a quiet little fun movie about grass. You know? Yeah. And there was Nomadland, although I think that only came out on Amazon, right? So Yes, that might have just been Amazon. I can tell you everything that I saw during Core. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott has a list. This is one of the things where I... Remember I was said he existed deranged human being this is one of the things (laughs) (laughs) right on every single movie knows where he saw them all it's crazy the last movie i saw in the theater was onward pixar's onward oh onward yes that was the one where the pants was the dad or something what (laughs) isn't that the one where like oh i don't remember okay so i saw so in quarantine i saw the way back tiger tail extraction the wrong missy the lovebirds the trip to greece the king of staten island eurovision song contest hamilton Let let me say something about eurovision that movie was so fun 
because I, I think it. I think people don't realize how fun Eurovision is. I think yeah. I hope it made people watch actual Eurovision because it's a, almost as yeah, crazy. Yeah, we had a good time watching it. Uh, that's one of those ones where, especially, it was early in core too, and it was like, "Hey, we can survive this." Okay, yes, everything is Eurovision. <laughs> wait a minute, there's other countries. You know, that was a good reminder. <laughs> oh, Palm Springs. That was a Palm big Springs one. was a good one. You know, yeah. people loved Palm Springs. Big comedy movie there. Uh, Greyhound, Most Wanted, The Go-Go's, An American Pickle, Work It, Project Power. I don't even remember what any of these are. Bill and Ted (laughs) Face the Music. Now, Bill and Ted, now that one slapped. You know, everyone loves some Bill and Ted slappers. Of course. Uh, Mulan, Kajillionaire. I watched Tenet. Uh, in at home, of course. Tenet, that was a weak one. Here's the th- the reason I asked Scott is because yeah. I I think about movies and I think they're nurturers, Scott. You know, they're oh. supposed to nurture you when you're feeling sick. And I have a movie, Scott, that anytime I'm feeling sick, I watch it. And I remember watching it when I had strep throat as a child. And I remember watching this movie and being like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life." And that movie is Ace Ventura when nature calls. When the nature calls. One. Oh, the, the most. The, yeah, probably the, the most problematic one where he goes to Africa and Tommy Lee Davidson is like Well, a, I would say that first one with the whole Sean Young yes, subplot no, is that's pretty problematic pretty as well. Problematic as well. Wow, those movies, they're pretty done, huh? We can't do, we can't yeah, bring back. Unfortunately. You know what house. I did watch over Core was uh, Ace Ventura Jr. <laughs> now, wait a minute. What is that, Scott? <laughs> okay, so the poster... <laughs> now, that's a spring, as it seed. <laughs> the poster leads you to believe that it is a little kid mm-hmm. who dresses and acts like Ace Ventura. And okay, I was yes, like, of course. okay, so... Like Son of the Mask, of course. Yes, of course. Now, but I'm, I mean a little kid, not Jamie Kennedy. I mean a little kid. Like, we're like talking 10. Kid. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I'm into that, whatever that is. Um, now, I felt a little snookered because uh, it's about a regular kid who finds out he's Ace Ventura's son mm. and then starts to investigate a, a missing pet at his uh, grade school. That so Ace Ventura girl. doesn't show up? He doesn't show up? Ace, no, like- they, they talk about <laughs> your dad always felt, you know, this kind of stuff. <laughs> the, the famous Ace Ventura. Yeah. So I felt pretty bad. And I was I remember I was texting Lauren Lapkus and Paul F. Tompkins and going like, this is pretty disappointing. Mm. Until the last <laughs> act of the movie, like, I guess his hair just once he leans into being a pet detective, his hair just like goes boing and goes up. Right. And he, he does starts, the Ace Ventura hair. He starts going, all righty then, and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> you know, awesome. the thing he auditioned with, of course, that, you yeah. know, they walked in kids and they said, all right, come in. Now say, all righty then. And say, I, do not go in there. I, I took some video of some mm. of the greatest parts and I wish I could find it. I wish I, <laughs> I was prepared for this, but remind me in our next episode. All right. Because- I'll remind you to bring in the, so the, you know what I think they should do? They should do a sort of kid version of all of Ace Ventura's movies. There should be like a kid liar, liar. There's a, there's sort of, you the realize bad. his name is Jim Carrey. <laughs> What did I say his name was? All of his Ventura movies. <laughs> All of his movies. That's when I was a kid, a I used to just call him Ace Ventura. I used to just call him Ace Ventura. <laughs> Ace, Ventura Ace Ventura, the cable guy. <laughs> Remember when Ace Ventura went in deep, deep into character to play Andy Kaufman? That was a really Ace Ventura, crazy Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I think this is not a bad idea to rebrand these movies (laughs) and to just sort of make Ace Ventura like a a lot sort of like what's Martin Short's character what's Martin Short's character that he does everything oh oh, no Uh, um, uh, 
the uh, the character that he does and oh yeah, Ed Grimley okay. Grimley hey, it yeah. should be like Grimley where where he could just travel the world as Ace Ventura they kind of dance the same yeah they do I mean Ace Ventura was I you know I I have to say I saw that movie at the Westminster Mall and uh, Freak, totally I deranged I just I was so delighted by it when it came out because no one was making movies like that. And it reminded me of things like Ed Grimley, which are just like goofy and fun. And he was going for it. And then I watched it recently and I was like, Ooh, this is a little big. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time I was like, yes, finally someone is acting big. It, it was refreshing at the time. Cause there were, I don't think there were comedies that where someone could, you know, talk through his butthole or whatever. You know? Yeah. I, but, I had a, I had a girlfriend at the time who, um, she worked for Propaganda Films, and she really turned up her nose at things like Dumb and Dumber. And mm-hmm. and when she learned I liked things like Dumb and Dumber, she was like, "Oh, okay, she that'll be for down you." On you. That's good. Nah, she was, but but then I my my one of my first spec scripts that got a lot of attention. She. She, I, I was trying to describe it. I was like, well, it's kind of like a dumb and dumber kind of thing. And she was like, oh boy. But she has a favor to me, even though she thought it sucked, probably. I don't even think she read it. She put it in the to read pile at Propaganda. I had no representation or anything like that. And it was the only script to get a recommend by the readers. Um, and she, I remember she came to me and she was like, I got to apologize. I just assumed your script sucked. <laughs> but I was like, well, you, you did this nice favor for me. You, you said it was apologize. like the other dumb project. So I thought it was probably dumb. It's like, no, it was pretty good. Uh, anyway. So here, today we're talking about the sequel to Space Jam. And yeah. Scott, I wanted to ask you, is what are the chances you think this sequel is going to be better than the original? And are there any sequels that you like better than the original? Gosh, this is really, I'm going out on a limb here, but for me, sometimes I feel like The Godfather 2 is better than the original. (laughs) You know what, Scott? You're going to get a lot of hate (laughs) tweets. You're going to get a lot of people. And occasionally I feel Empire Strikes Back might be better than Star Wars. That's true, Scott. Those are two classics that I do. (laughs) I would agree with you, but I'm not going to go on the record because, of course, I don't want to get torn apart on Twitter. Of course, of course. I'm not in this this climate. Um, Yeah, but I I think, like, I'm a person who has a real controversial opinion. I kind of think... Ghostbusters 2 is better than Ghostbusters 1. No, 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 I kind of miss No, 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 no. Scott, The ghosts on the patches are holding up two fingers. Scott, They know they're in a sequel. I think that's the ghost being like, peace, baby. We've talked about this. Let's have some fun. We've definitely talked about this. Oh, oh, by the way, Secret of the Ooze is better than the first one. In my oh, opinion. that's true, Scott. Oh, that's yeah. true. Don't if you're to... if you're a deranged human being, you might believe that. <laughs> but but you know, I got, here's the reason I like Ghostbusters too better. All right, it's a little bit more fun for me. You know, there's a lot of like good music. There's a toaster that dances around, and there's a green sludge. How old were you show. when it came out? That's that's probably what it is. That's what was, it is because you never saw the original in the theater. I was like, this is the this is the original Ghostbusters. This is incredible, you know. And and I think there was maybe a better song. What was the song at the end? of It that was one? on my own by Bobby Brown. It's pr- yeah, on, on my, my own. own by the way, is don't the, they also have "Your Love Will Be Lifting Me Higher" when the uh, when they're walking in the sta- the Statue of Liberty sprayed with green goop? Uh, maybe because they've got to get good vibes, so they play. 
Your love, baby, lifting me higher by Steve Winwood. I believe. I let me let me check that out. I will say, um, on my own by Bobby Brown, second best song that has the word Ghostbusters in the title. That's or true. no, I'm sorry, not in the title, in the lyrics. The first one is "Busting Make Me Feel Good." Is that, that the first is one? Is the Ray Parker Jr. and mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. third is the bus boys cleaning up the town. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know that one. That's from the first movie. It's when when the uh, the the ectomobile is like peeling out of the fire station for the first time. Is that time the one like that's the like, and you need to, you have no, that's, to. That's Bobby Brown. That's Bobby Brown, yeah. That's Bobby Brown. Ooh, um, it's the one that's like, Ghostbusters came in, cleaning up the town. The like old big band song or whatever that's really interesting. sort of the bus boys yeah they were in streets of fire and stuff like that i don't think i know that one look if you if you disagree that ghostbusters 2 is better than ghostbusters 1 well i mean you know you're a deranged human being no i think that's a controversial opinion everyone loves one a little bit better howard but, huntsbury did the higher and higher from uh ghostbusters 2 so oh, interesting different different good old howard huntsbury. huntsbury of course of course oh but run dmc they have a song called ghostbusters that i would say that is the fourth best song mm. that has Ghostbusters. You know, you know what I was going to say? It's like Bobby Brown doing the Ghostbusters song. R. We Kelly the Ghostbusters the, and we're in control. R. R. Kelly doing the Space Jam song. It's like, we've got to really start to vet these these soundtrack artists a little bit better because I know Bobby is, should, should Bobby be canceled? He's kept such a low pro. Yeah, that's true. You what, know, what, what are we really right. canceling, dude? Just probably on some VH1 reality yeah. show or something. So, so as far as this sequel goes, the in our last episode we talked about what we thought might happen in this. Right. Let, let's talk about what. Okay, so in my opinion, the granny probably raps. Yes. Now that that I feel like is always a good guess in any movie with an old woman yes. in the trailer. <laughs> you want to say, you know what? Chances are she's probably going to start rapping if you think about it. I think that could definitely happen, Scott. I think. Let's see. I kind of feel like the, the, the plot. What do we think the plot is? Because I think I think they probably hew pretty close to the. I, I would imagine it's like the same characters as the original, like the Danny DeVito guy, like takes mm-hmm, them to space mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. And, and they just they come rematch. back and they're like, actually, we we couldn't beat Jordan, but you know this LeBron guy is not as good as Jordan. You <laughs> right. know? So Michael Jordan's like, the best that ever. Michael Jordan's the best that ever was. This, this Michael, guy's the this, second best. This LeBron, he's the second best. We could beat the second best, and then sure. you know that's that's sort of LeBron's call to action to just sort of kick their asses to prove he's ultimately better than <laughs> Michael Jordan. I want to um, see the yeah. Looney Tunes all taking a knee before the game. Yes, we do want to see some sort of social commentary. Like they must do something to talk about the NBA's sort of social, new social. Maybe voice. they paint Black guess. Lives Matter on the court or something like I that. I think that's that a great idea. And look, if one of them kneels and says Toon Lives Matter and <laughs> it's a T-shirt, we're kind of screwed because that was sort of our big. Well, oh, that's our, our big T-shirt. Theme. Yeah, that's our big T-shirt. Uh, we should, still should we see amend if we could do that? <laughs> should we amend it to but not as much as Black Lives? We might need to do a back. This shirt might have to have a back. Where it's Our like, first shirt with a back. It's like, Toon Lives Matter, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Black Lives also lives matter. Matter more. Matter more. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta be clear. We gotta talk to the legal about this, Scott. Well, then said, again, don't Toon Lives Matter just as much as Black Lives? 
all lives, really. Well, when this you is think one about of those it. conversations. <laughs> I think save it for when you're on Bill Maher, Scott, because I don't okay. think <laughs> I don't think Scott. I did want to I did want to correct myself because last week I did say there were some other sequels that were gonna be made that got scrapped, and I told yeah. you about the Race Jam movie, which I think is maybe not a great title for something. Yeah, not so good, um, especially after the conversation we just had. That was gonna be with Jeff Gordon. They were gonna do a skate jam with Tony Hawk, but right. there's one that I'm really intrigued by that I actually think would have worked and that is Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. With Jackie Chan, which which I read today that they turned that into back in action. Now, did they? Yeah, that basically that's the script that they used as the starting point for Looney Tunes back in action. Now, why isn't Jackie Chan in it? That's the thing that's interesting to me is Jackie Chan as a movie star with the tunes. He's kind of a Looney Tune. He's a tune, tune himself. Like, yeah. he, the way he does stunts is he he like really gets hurt, which I think is one of the things that makes him different Just than like other the action tunes. stars. How and great would it be if you were watching up. a Looney Tunes cartoon and and like Wiley e. Coyote in the credits, like you know, actually got hit in the face and was like, ow, 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 and he was like, hold on, yeah, they showed like a bunch of bleeding the scenes and a bunch where everyone like, runs in, and he's like, you know, the road order gets up and he's like, it's fine, it's okay, it's fine. I ran into the wall that I was going to paint into <laughs> oh you know what i think that's going to happen scott i think there is going to be a future i think there's going to be a trade they're going to paint a wall and a trade is going to come through it's one of the only bits, oh yeah right? they have to i mean I or something's going to come through it's got to be a train though and i uh, also think that lebron he's going to sort of i think the movie is going to be all about the decision scott the decision <laughs> now the decision is when lebron controversially said i'm going to the miami heat and i'm taking my talents to south beach I'm which the only reason i know that quote is because <laughs> neil campbell wrote a joke for us uh in, where, in bang bang <laughs> well on the podcast occasionally we would play games in the early years mm -hmm. and as just comedy pieces and and neil and i wrote some together and Neil wrote one where it was like, who who said this quote? And the quote was, I'm taking my talents to S South Beach. And the answer was, what's his name? Andrew Cunanan. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Cunanan, famously the murderer of uh, um, Gianni, Gianni, Gianni Versace. Versace in South Beach. Uh, yes, that's a pretty funny joke. <laughs> it was a pretty funny, but I didn't know who either of the people were. He worked out of like, hold on, we've got to look up what this joke is referencing first. I'm finding out that Comedy Bang Bang was really an NBA sort of sketch show. There was so much <laughs> well, stuff dude, like, like uh, uh, Neil and Mike Hanford, first of all, they loved hockey more than anything. So mm. the infamous hockey episode was just <laughs> their brainchild because they wanted. They, it was they in their contract. All, they would yeah, only they would do the, the show. Time. But mm. they would always be doing basketball stuff, which I, I didn't really understand. But the, mm. the whole three-pointer episode was, was based on that. And I had Ooh. to practice shooting a three-pointer for months in preparation <laughs> for it. And then on the day, I only made it twice. And out of 17 takes, I think. And, and we had to restart because it was the one take mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, uh, episode. Mm -hmm. So we had to reset for 17 times. Mm -hmm. And then the episode came out and everyone was like, oh, well, they CGI'd that basketball. And I was like, why, you're like why did I, I was practice there, for I was months? out there putting in work. I was out there be getting wet, doing like a cross-up. Scott, I feel bad that your training went to waste there, Scott. Yeah. 
And now we've been talking about, you know, we're talking about basketball, Scott. And I want to say we've got a couple of guests coming in that are going to Oh, yeah. We should have hyped this uh, early in the episode. <laughs> we really should have hyped this early in the episode. But of course, if you're reading, you know, you've got the titles. Of course, Scott, we're going to have two basketball experts here, Scott. We're going to have the boys on the show. Those men? The boys, Scott. And I ain't talking about Jack Jack Quaid. Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm talking about. Although we should get Jack in here we to watch something. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. What, like what's maybe something Ra- his mom or yeah. dad are in. What's a Randy Quaid movie you haven't seen? Not a Randy Quaid movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What's a something Davis his mom Quaid is in? Maybe. What's who's his mom? Uh, Meg Ryan. Oh yeah, Meg Ryan. All right, we'll figure that out. Have yeah, you we'll seen? Fi- uh, we'll figure have, it out. We'll figure it out. Have you seen? Uh, You've got bail. I have, unfortunately. Okay, okay. On both ends, both for the show and (laughs) the fact that I saw it. Yeah, the fact that you saw it. Well, Scott, I've always thought Dave Chappelle would be Tom Hanks' best friend. I always thought Dave Chappelle was going to go on a run as Black Friend. (laughs) You know, after that movie, I was like, throw Dave Chappelle everywhere. You know, my Clyde Sean Distant famously used to say as a kid, they should have thrown Dave Chappelle on, on that show with David Spade. What was it called? Just Shoot Me or something? Just shoot. I was on that. Yeah, of course. You were famously on that. They should have threw David Spade in there sort of as like... Spade. Spade. They should have thrown Spade in there. Or Chappelle. They should have thrown Chappelle in there as like the male guy. Yeah. You know? Why not? I mean, Brian Posehn was the male guy, but... Okay, um, but yeah, but Brian Posehn, you can see that guy works all the time. You know what I mean? (laughs) And Dave Chappelle doesn't? No! Not at the time. Well, no, you're right. Dave Chappelle works hard. Dave Chappelle was more... Pop more popular than any of us. I remember I was bumped by him at As- mm. at the Aspen Comedy Festival, and I had been like, David Cross and I were working on a bit, and we finally we and then the 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 r- person who ran the show was like, oh, Dave Chappelle did forty five minutes instead of twenty, so you, we're we're not going to have you guys on. And I was all right. So so Scott, Dave Chappelle's banned from the pod. He's not allowed on. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we should ever have. And if anyone wants to, if anyone wants to support us on that. Just send us, you know, send us some letters of support that we are banning. Or Dave if you're Chappelle. upset about it, send us or tweets if just if you're upset, for Chappelle. Send us some letters. Also, each of these letters should have one dollar bill in them. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about so, yeah, yeah, of course. We, we, so me and Scott are going to watch the sequel to Space Jam Two. I mean, to Space Jam, Space Jam: A New Legacy, and we're going to be seeing if this sequel holds up the way Ghostbusters Two does. Yeah, right, and we're going to have special guests: the boys, Sean names? Clemens and Hayes Those Davenport. Men. Those we're gonna, men. We're going to finally figure out if they, when they're off mic, if they drop the act. Yes, this is this I'll was sort of point, the thing. Point blank. We sort of said, all right, so before they come in, we said, let's, let's sabotage these guys. Let's bring them in. We won't have Carl there. And we'll see. <laughs> Do they drop the act when it's just the two of them? <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because uh, we're, we're being totally authentic. No, we're being our true authentic selves right now. So we are going to pause this now and watch the movie We're going to watch the movie together. And then when we come back, we will have the boys. You and I and are going to watch the movie together and they're going to watch it together. And We're then. all going to have come back watching it and then we're going to talk about this thing. And we're yeah. going to find out if the boys drop the act. And we'll be right back with Scott Hasn't Seen. All right, here we are. So, and we're back, of course. We're, we're here. We just, me and Scott just watched Space Jam, A New Legacy, and we're Ooh. joined by those wow. men. We're joined by the boys. Those men. We're, those we're men are by here. The terrible twosome. What, what are the nicknames? The you guys gruesome have? twosome? 
we do we have any other nicknames? Th- those men came to us. People just started calling us that, and I didn't know why. Uh, and then I learned that, it was because that was because, because of me started yeah. saying it. <laughs> Well, I I kind of felt like you you had you had confusing branding when the TV show The Boys came out. Yeah, no, it actually did us a huge favor, and you sort of launched us into the next phase. And we had gotten older in the meantime since we'd come up with The Boys. We'd really become The Boys. So it truly is like the 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 Boys, a new legacy. We should see if we could change our promo codes to those <laughs> those men for all of our ads. That actually might to because your brand it. is maturing. You know, you are yeah. those men. You know, two thirds of the flagrant ones, of course. We've got Sean Clements here and Haves Davenport. How are you guys? Doing great. I loved being asked to watch this movie i love <laughs> okay you loved being asked okay I, and that was yeah, he loved every part single for me second. as well i gotta <laughs> say that was pretty short i have to say it took about 20 seconds getting the ask was the best part is that what you're just saying? seeing the email finish, in my I inbox from asked. scott <laughs> seeing that see that i had an email from scott and then it what there wasn't like some sort of lawsuit attached to it or <laughs> a dcma like take your shit down <laughs> request (laughs) and then then on top of that that he was actually asking me to watch a movie oh what fun now did you think i was asking you to watch it with me um definitely not okay good that (laughs) was just like a bridge too far there was no there was maybe there was already a zoom link in there and the zoom link was like don't get any bright ideas buddy (laughs) Would you have watched it with me if I had asked you to watch Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I would have done it. As I think Great. I told you, I was actually planning at the time you asked. My wife was going out of town, and the only thing I had really agendized for that time was to watch Space Jam and New Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my so glad like, you What are you going to do while I'm gone? And I was like, I don't know, but in my head. I but I will say two hours of this will be Space Jam <laughs> yes. and New Legacy. <laughs> the, the other 84 hours, who knows? Now, and then, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I want to ask the boys, these those men, those men. What is your experience with Space Jam? When did you see the original Space Jam? What's your history there? I watched it when I was a little kid. I was right. In, I was probably eight when it first came out. So you were born in 1988. Mm, what it came out in 96? 96, I believe. Okay. Maybe 97. Did we no, we I talked about this on the last? 96, yeah, okay. I think. 96. Yeah. Okay, that was 10. Uh, okay. And I so was you, so it was, uh, you, you you thought you were younger, yeah. and you were making excuses of why you liked it so much because you thought you were eight. But <laughs> I you think were ten actually... is okay. I think ten is okay. Ten's still like reasonable, it. not embarrassing yet. Were you going to say you were playing ball at the time? Hayes? I was playing. Yes, I was playing a Super Nintendo game called Looney Tunes B Ball. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You, so weren't, you weren't playing outside. basketball. You, you weren't were actually dribbling. Game. You were playing a video game. Th- this was not actually connected to Space Jam at all. Like the, around at some point around then, Looney Tunes about it seems very random. But Looney Tunes and basketball were a thing. There was Taz in like the like like, like shirts with like him spinning the streetwear. Yeah, the, uh, that yeah. was all the like Looney Tunes streetwear. Did you guys have time. a bug shirt where he had Jinkos or whatever? Did you big guys have long bug shirt? The bug, <laughs> yes. bug the bug shirt was covered up my slippers. It was so long. Did you with those big long shirts? 
that were so <laughs> popular. Yeah. Did, were, were they, would you buy them in the regular size that you would normally buy a shirt, but it happened to be longer? Or would you have to buy them in up a size and so so that they would be bigger on you? I bought an extra small and it was, and I was swimming <laughs> in the damn thing. <laughs> it was just tight to the chest. But I it went all the, the way size down. you have because I want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I want my family to be able to find me <laughs> if anything happens. Where's, wait, where's little Sean? Is What's this pile of clothes over here? Oh, that's, that's Sean. <laughs> no, to be cool. What's all this dirty laundry doing walking around? <laughs> if you wanted to be like cool in elementary school at that time, you would... Like take your T-shirt and pull it down and stand on the bottom of it for oh. like a couple of hours mm-hmm. to get it really, really nice and long. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I missed all of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, because I'm a be little younger old. than you guys, and I, uh, you yeah. know, I, I, I'm a millennial, and I w- was in high school <laughs> in the 2010s. Was well, this- I know you. Yeah, I know you're very young, but I would do, and I would have big, giant, just parachute pants style khakis. And then I would have a long belt as well. The belt is too long. And the belt? Right. And I would tie yeah. I would tie that through so the belt's hanging down. And you down. tie it around the outside of your T-shirt. That's right. Yeah. And then you would also have a backpack, and you would leave it so slack that it was bouncing off the back of your feet. Yeah, you, and you only can use one strap, and it's so low that that... So every time you take a step forward, you sort of trip on your shirt, and then your heel kicks your backpack, which is hanging down behind your ankles. So so, hey, is this video game, was it like, do you remember it being fun or were you just like, why yes. am I playing this? It, it was, was really, fun. really fun. It is basically <laughs> the source material <laughs> for Space Jam A New Legacy. There's virtually no difference between. It is a video game. It the is Looney a video Tunes game, which figures very prominently and you get like style points and power up points and mm. stuff like that. I also just looked it up on Wikipedia and I'll paste the the character He's doing research in, while we're recording the, the show. These the guys are the best, best guests ever. I want to see what year it came out, but I, I just put it in the chat. Every one of the Looney Tunes <laughs> <laughs> was voiced by the same person, the famous Greg Burson, whose name number is Greg two Burson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Well, this I mean, guy, I guess they did not get his these. name on the paperwork. They were like, "Was that like that Greg person that was in here?" And it's like, "Just call him Greg Burson." <laughs> just, just did you say Greg Burson or Greg Burson? <laughs> uh, just put down Burson. <laughs> um, wait, we haven't asked uh, Sean when. What about you with Space Jam? Um, well, let's see. Ninety six. That means I was fifteen, which tracks because I went. I sort of wondered why didn't I see it in the theater, and I think I felt <laughs> like I was a little too old, little too old. to go too buy juvenile. a ticket for it. But I feel like people around my age all had a closer relationship with it. Like I, I feel like they did see it in the theater. I feel like you I did could watch go it if, like on HBO or something. I feel like you could go if you were fifteen, if you were a big Michael Jordan fan, like if you lived in some right. city and you're if like, you were like, a massive, yeah, like if you were, yeah, which I um wasn't that huge of a, you know, I mean, obviously he was the most famous basketball player, but I wasn't yeah. like a crazy, crazy Jordan Me fan either. where I it's- needed to see it. Like, if there was a Jerry Stackhouse Space Jam, I would have been in theaters for that motherfucker so hard. I love Jerry Stackhouse. Is Jerry Stackhouse the deli? (laughs) Yeah. The deli, yes. So that's what's so interesting is they call the deli Jerry's, but his last name is Stackhouse. They should have just called it Jerry Stackhouse. The Stackhouse. I'm going to the Stackhouse today. (laughs) That's the name of a deli. I didn't, I, or if it said Jerry's and then in par, parenthetical, <laughs> parenthetical, it said <laughs> 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 
that would I, that would make absolute sense. I yeah. didn't see it because in '96 I was a grown ass man and I had been doing comedy for a year already. <laughs> and I think sure, I think. Um, but you could have clowned on it. You could have got. You could have yeah toked up a little little bat. Oh grass, hell yeah! That you know devil me. Weed. Some of that demon weed. The and tree got in there and just clowned on it, throwing fucking skittles at Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, to be fair, there there was a period. I think it was more ninety seven, ninety eight. Whenever Batman, the fourth Batman, came out, when we were seeing every single weekend. Paul F. Tompkins and everyone that was in comedy at the time, we would go see a movie every single Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what, whatever was in theaters, and we yeah. would clown on it. And so this just was like a little early for me for that. I, I did that with my wife for a period, and uh, that's how I wound up seeing R.I.P.D. in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of just, I was just going to ask you what was you the worst movie you think movies. you saw in that time and maybe R.I.P.D. is probably right there but the I'm goal. pretty sure that's the, <laughs> that's number one uh, so but I saw it I, de- I definitely watched Space Jam uh, on cable and more than once and I remember thinking that Bill Murray was funny and that you know All to me NBA it was not a bad funny. movie no, it was like no. goofy but I I that's did Disney. think it was oh, it was okay. Oh, okay, that's all right. Because this whole time I was like watching the new one. I was like, Goofy was the Where's best part Goofy? of the fucking Goofy. Where's Goofy, Goofy in this? Goofy. Could you imagine a Goofy basketball player? That'd be so funny. Now you guys know oh, that I play Goofy should be at Goofy. Disneyland. Yes, I've heard this. Yes, okay. famously, so this I'm very protective of him. So what that's why I, some shit I yeah. remember. What? I dressed as Scooby Doo, so we both have been wait, wait where? dogs like for fun. <laughs> uh, Barker Animation uh, Museum. There oh. was a, there was in Connecticut. There's an animation museum, and they had cartoon character suits, and you get paid to dress up, and you know, wow, hang That's out. Cool. At the and you were Scooby Doo. What? How? What? How old were you? I was a teenager. 16, Did you have to 17. do the voice, or was it silent like most of those are? <laughs> I, I I was. Supposed to be silent. <laughs> like children, and like were like kind of assaulting me and asking me to speak. That I did kind of do a like, like. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Tim Allen? Yeah, and that's what I was going for. <laughs> to get so confused and be like, "All right, this isn't same time." I'm getting. Hey, out of kid, here. you don't want me to pull off this head because you're going to see <laughs> the Tool Man. <laughs> <laughs> More Scooby Snack. One thing about the original Space Jam that maybe you guys remember is that the NBA, the part with the NBA players where they lose their powers and they're yeah. sort of running around all like talking to a therapist and stuff like they're that. Not shit powers, was powers, by the way. You're you're calling them like they're the X Men well, or something. The reason they, I say powers skill. is because Larry Johnson's famous line at the end of the movie. I got my powers back. It, they're clearly powers, Scott. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize that f- big famous basketball players were they're like mutants. Glowing, or... <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like streams that flow into a basketball, <laughs> like they're powers. So it could have happened to any of us. Yes. You, you know, last week I introduced Scott Ackerman to Grandmama. Do you guys remember Grandmama? Yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We talked about Grandmama. Yeah. Grandmama's famous appearance on Family Matters where Grandmama and Urkel play 
<laughs> Eddie Winslow and his friend or something in Duantu. I just wanted to bring that up. I, I don't know if you guys have any grandma sh- stories. They also show in this movie some clips of LeBron in his version of grandma when he was in do? that. Just like in, where they're doing like the clips from his career at the beginning. In the opening, was that the yeah. commercial where there was like 15 versions of LeBron or something? The LeBrons. And he was every member. He wasn't just grandma. It was more like a clumps thing. It was a clumps he was like, thing. He was every yeah. member of his own family. And that was one of those things showing LeBron's famous range, which of course you see in this movie. And now <laughs> yes. I, I, I do want to say, I don't know about you guys, but as a super producer in Hollywood, to me, this was the greatest movie of all time. Okay? This thing <laughs> slapped. We got every single movie in the Warner Brothers universe. You know, Well, it was like watching every movie, so I don't have to watch any other movie ever again. The crossover yeah. element to this. It was like I, listening to girl talk. You know, I used to listen to all these different bands. Yeah. <laughs> but and it saves went, so much well, time. Well, this guy's got, <laughs> He's got Lil go Wayne rapping over the tiny dancer <laughs> piano track. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I was He's doing going, before. This I'm guy's got Fat Man Scoop over Vanessa Carlton over here. I feel like <laughs> I could just listen to this. Yeah. I go to agree. This was the this was the girl talk of movies. I loved every single reference in it. I love when at the end where there were people on the sidelines, they were just people in sort of like Halloween costumes of the mask. Oh, and let, well, the let's not get, let, we'll talk about that when we get to the end. But the, first of all, we should ask you guys, like, what what did you think? And did you, I guess yes. we can talk about it versus the original later, but what did you yeah. just think of this? I I really, enjoy, I mean, for me, like the personal, like like LeBron's like family mm-hmm. angle mm-hmm. Uh, was really interesting. Uh, I was, it, it was interesting learning more about his family life. <laughs> the, the, you, you realize they were all actors. <laughs> They're all actors, and yes, the character <laughs> names are different from his actual kids' names. But, but it's probably based and yes, on yes, his so wife's much. name is not that. It's yeah, a, but they were clearly different. doing but, impressions. You could see yes. that they had built, they had watched tape of the yeah. kids. Yeah, they'd hung around with the LeBron family. Oh, they, and LeBron they must have lived with them for a James. while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and LeBron is like everyone has always kind of wanted. Like you follow LeBron, and like you learn more about him, and like you, the question that everyone has is why does LeBron hate video games yeah. so much? <laughs> yeah, and it's this one of those explains things. that. It actually yeah. explains it in the first scene. <laughs> this is like an origin. Story. It's his origin story. He finally answers the question of why he hates video games. Yeah, yeah, because it's, in these it's four like lines, kind of the driving like he has uh, well, that famous every, time, every time I've seen, I haven't seen him play a lot of basketball. But anytime I watch him, it's obvious while he plays that he hates video games. Yes. You know, with just the things he mutters while he's dribbling. Mm -hmm. You know, I I haven't seen him play much basketball, but I have seen him play video games and he looks so mad. (laughs) He's he's, he's like, why am I doing this? Who set up this Twitch stream? I know he's pissed, but I, you know. I don't know. I, I I feel like you guys are wrong. I I know you guys are making About fun of what? this movie. You're making fun of this movie. I feel like Hayes is sort of being a little obtuse here. See, Scott, this is one of those things. I don't think they dropped the character, Scott. Oh, oh I got, I'm going to ask him later, by the way, so okay. like, if they we, ever drop the act. Okay, uh, hey, I'll, be, I'll give you my genuine opinion, which is I, I mainly watched the movie because I thought, wow, LeBron must be such a fun dad. <laughs> and in fact... <laughs> He's not. What I found out was that he's mean. <laughs> he's a he's a disciplinarian, and and he's it has a, a problem. Yes, where he can't have fun. Father. 
In the yeah. original movie, they sort of play on Jordan going and playing in in playing baseball and then having yeah. his return. They're, they're really making fun of his in, career in the yeah. original. Like with LeBron, his problem is he's an asshole. <laughs> this yes. should be about how mean I am to my family. Yeah, don't you think if you got this script, you'd be like, guys, yeah, I understand you have to learn something in a movie, but let's change this. I'm not, a, I'm not mean to my entire family all the time. I'm thinking about how often I've worked on like a TV show where there's like a totally fictional character Character and it's like just every note to he's like we need to see that she's an incredible mom <laughs> that she's amazing mm-hmm. at her job but that mm-hmm. she loves her family so much and it's like this is a real guy playing himself with his own name and, <laughs> and somehow that note never came through that it's like, the only thing he does is he writes the name of his fake family on his shoes and that's supposed to be the right. big he loves his family and he said, when he reads shoes. it later he's going like oh yeah they're all people <laughs> like, he's like thank god it was on my shoe it's, it's interesting when you say that about the notes that you get in Hollywood about she's got to be an incredible mom, she's got to be great at her job, and she has to love her family. It's it's almost like being in a job interview where those are the negatives because I love these three things and am so good at these things so so much that I don't have time for them all, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it, that can be the only fault in a movie, you know. And, and uh-huh. LeBron never got never got that. Note. It's like can you have it all, you know? And it's yeah, eventually he has to the learn right the compromise. Har- he has to learn the hard lesson in this movie that, wait a minute, my kid is not me. No one is good as good as LeBron. I should yeah. just lay off. <laughs> like, that's the lesson at the end of the movie. He's just like, no one's as good as LeBron. What was No I one thinking? will ever be as good as me. Not my kid. Like, that should be the lesson he learns. Uh, we should I, talk about... My son invariably about, would, would be terrible at basketball. We should talk about the thing that sort of kicks off the movie, and it's another yeah. one of his asshole moments. The Warner Brothers studio brings in LeBron to pitch him a project based well, on an algorithm. The, by the way, kicking off the movie... I do want to say the first scene is very reminiscent of the first movie where you see LeBron as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, That's to, right. Hayes, to your point, he's playing basketball and uh, he's playing video games before the basketball game. And that's his, his, pr- this, his friend, this bad influence, Fred, <laughs> gives him a gay boy and he's playing a Looney Tunes game. That does not actually figure into it's that's no. a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, purely a coincidence. In a movie, you're allowed one coincidence, and so yeah, I thought it was okay. It seems like later he's got like Bugs well, Bunny on the screen. It's kind of co- seems like Bugs later is going to be like, yeah, we were like we met before. Remember me? You played yeah, me. We were playing this video game. Why, uh, wait, wait, that- did Greg Burson just get on this? <laughs> But Bugs they Bunny, never say Bugs that. Buddy says his famous line: "Hey, remember me? We met before <laughs> <laughs> on the Game Boy. See, yeah, hey, um, but but the other thing is, is he as a kid in and it says it's 1997, right after Space Jam came out. I thought they were gonna like ref like he would have just been walking out of seeing Space Jam or something like it said at the same time why don't they ever reference the first one but I did want to say he as a kid he says oh snap mm-hmm. and that was not a phrase then that's Scott's biggest problem with the movie he, he paused right. it when we were watching LeBron it and said hold on it. I don't know if I could keep watching this is LeBron trying to say he invented oh snap because that's <laughs> yeah. trash <laughs> I I feel like there was a lot of things that might have been out of place in this movie. You know but what? But it would have been time appropriate for him to be trying to remember who sings I've Got the Power. 
<laughs> oh yeah. And so and the kid is going like, God, who's saying oh, that? Oh, snap. 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 That would have been good. <laughs> That's well, all in stage direction. Speaking of music, it does start with a song. And I thought it was, I when the first notes came up, I thought it was, I believe I can fly. And I they was really like. They really try to trick you. I, I Because Sprague and I were talking about how we hoped that this movie would have every song by R. Kelly mm. instead of just one. I mean, you know. Ignition one, ignition two, yeah. AJ, nothing but a number. But instead it was Ghetto Superstar. That's it right. starts with Ghetto yeah. Superstar. It was Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. that also from a soundtrack? of? Wasn't that the Bullworth, Bullworth soundtrack? That's yeah. Bullworth, yes. baby. <laughs> yeah. Also, is that in the WB-verse? Because I would have loved to have seen Bullworth show up so it I don't oh. understand why Bullworth wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> why he didn't, like, dunk on the grandma. He should have come back like, oh, Bullworth's here. <laughs> Bullworth. Well, I mean, every... It wouldn't be any weirder than anything else that was in the back half <laughs> of this movie. That Bullworth, very just, true. But okay, so then, um, then, then we see him at home. And by the way, Sprague, thank God they yes. gave him like a huge mansion because yeah, the because first, the first one Jordan lives like we said is like the Beethoven house. It's like a house yeah. like on like a sort of Connecticut house, and then a dog comes out, and everyone's like, "Hey, Jordan!" Like his neighbors talk to him. <laughs> the truth is, Jordan probably lived on some compound right outside of right outside of Las Vegas or something, where he had like tunnels to to casinos or some shit. <laughs> But, but LeBron yeah, so, has so like he's a in compound. a huge mansion, and he has a basketball court at his at his actual house. And then his kids are playing basketball, and they have a thing. And this was the only joke in the first half hour. Yes, um, they have a ball, and I don't know if this is a real thing. It made me believe that this existed. <laughs> that so, there's a ball machine that when you say the word ball, it passes to you. It shoots. It shoots out a ball, uh, almost like the the tennis ball things that would shoot out balls so you could hit, you know, by yourself instead of having a partner. But it'll just shoot out a ball that you can catch and shoot. But it doesn't voice exist. Activated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean, they uh, definitely like a ball shooting machine like that, but the idea that you they like hooked it up to like an Alexa technology or something where they can ask for the ball. And uh, it aims directly for your head too. No matter where you're standing, if you yeah. say the word ball, it's going to fire at your head. If you're one character. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty good joke. And I was like, all right, here we go. A lot of physical humor coming. LeBron's going to be slipping on banana peels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'll we really settle in. I thought that, it was a slapstick Looney Tunes style joke happening too. in the real world. And I thought, oh, okay. I'll confess that it did go over my head until the third time they did it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you the doing when you watched the movie? Though? LeBron's son, Darius. <laughs> says, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> says like oh like you're on the ball or something and then the thing activates and like hits him in the head i just thought like oh it's malfunctioning the machine is <laughs> certainly didn't expect it was working exactly as designed right and then, well, the, the, i mean let's talk about this because that it seems like it should be a different word like ball shouldn't be the word i know use. but you don't want to have to say something too long to like, <laughs> no but i mean it should be it it should be a code word like you know when you're having rough sex or whatever you know it should, it should sure. be a safe word because when you're playing basketball which you guys have to agree is the most orange ball that there yeah. is right first of all it is the most orange ball but when you're playing ball. basketball uh, quite often you're saying like 
I'm playing basketball while you're drilling. Oh, yeah. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. seems unsafe. So why don't they say kumquat or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. especially well, it's borne yeah. out by the scene. I mean, where <laughs> Darius then asks, what's for dinner? Sure. Spaghetti and meatballs. And that's when I'm like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> that's because connected. of what he's saying. By the, the way, kumquat is a, have a name. Kumquat is a bad, word. safe word during very sex. bad, safe word. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want that in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then, then we're sort of introduced to LeBron's whole family. And I want to say LeBron's wife. I think What's her character's her name, name um, was LeBron's Kamaya. wife. <laughs> her, her name is Kamaya. No, I mean, she's I mean from The, the actress, Walking her, Dead and she's from the new Star, Star Trek, Trek, right? Disco Very. Yeah. Discovery. I think it's Discovery, but he's being scorocoming about it. That's now, a Paul F. Tompkins reference. Now, they, this character, I believe, is she says like maybe eight lines, and most of her character is about how either she's made dinner or she's going to be mad that people mm-hmm. aren't at dinner. And I just thought, like, yeah. There's not that many women in this movie, you know? Yeah. We it reminds me of when I, when I worked for a studio, a movie studio, and I was talking about a certain script. And I said, you know what? I really think the the female role should be expanded because you really want to get a big movie star to do this. And they're going to read this and not want to do it because it's just, it's pretty thin. And the head of the studio, who was a woman, by the way, was like, oh, no, we can get anyone with this. <laughs> and and I, I go, what? She goes, yeah, any actress will want to do this. There just aren't that many parts. And sure enough, a huge, one of the biggest movie stars in the world ended up doing the movie. But it's just like, it reminded me of that where it's like, why would, I'm looking at her and she's Yeah, a why would she actress. show up to this to do like nine lines that are like, and they're get all our son about back, dinner. LeBron. Yeah, get our son back. Dinner's almost finished. <laughs> she's get saying that in the Space Jam-averse. Dinner's almost done. <laughs> like who's, yeah. they, have, they must have a private chef. Yeah, it, there's, there's no way she made dinner. In the movie's defense, Lola Bunny doesn't mention dinner even one time. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. true. No. We Although should talk about the Lola. Mostly, mostly talks about killing people. And like, we yeah, should, we should talk about the Lola line. Bunny controversy because yes. Lola in this movie, her big scene is she's in the movie Wonder Woman for a second. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they really didn't do the whole Lola is a sex pot thing in this movie. And I thought... No. I, Did I, I gotta, miss it? You I got to be honest. I, I, I didn't see a difference in her character really all that much. I was like, mm. this was a controversy because she. So I'm wondering you guys is like horny teenagers when you mm-hmm, saw the first mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. Did you want to have sex with Lola Bunny? Um, Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. As of yesterday? Because Not of this movie? This, Not, Not after what they is. did to her. <laughs> now that I know what she grows up to look yeah, like. Yeah, it's like, nah, not for me. Yeah. 25 years later, uh, the bloom is off the rose. Yeah, exactly. At the time, I don't think I foresaw that. So I guess I was. But also at that time, I, I would have had sex with anything. <laughs> You were looking at, uh, you know, the road runner over here, and you were like, beep, beep, you know? Any of the any of the tunes, just to be that close to Hollywood, to show this. That was my dream, you know? So you, so you, in order to make it in Hollywood, would have sex with anyone from Hollywood? Any of the Looney Tunes, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so after this family oh, scene, LeBron By the way, can of, I just yeah. say about the wife? Yes. She, you can tell she's so short in Star Trek, because yeah. she's... 
the 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 cast has some taller actors in it. And anytime mm-hmm. they have a full body shot of her walking down a hallway, she's always like, you know, five inches shorter than everyone else. They are faking her eye lines to LeBron so <laughs> bad in this movie, trying to make them seem like they're exactly the. And they're both sitting up on the bed having a scene together, and she's just looking like center into the camera. He is two and a half feet taller than her, I think. That was the note that they got instead of like, he's got to be a better father to his kids. It was like, well, his <laughs> wife obviously has to be the same height as him. <laughs> she got to be tall. How would they be married? They have to be the exact same height. <laughs> I think that also might have been sort of the effect that happens when no one was sort of in the same room while shooting this movie. Like LeBron right. was sort of in a green screen studio for like the second half completely, I feel like. Yeah. But I think selling so, it, by the way. At, yeah. Well, he's absolutely selling it. Yeah. But so after this family scene, LeBron, the movie gets kicked into gear when LeBron gets brought to the Warner Brothers studios and mm-hmm. they pitch him this movie idea and LeBron, which is which I guess which, is which too, has been created I, I by say, an algorithm. We're, yeah. we're skipping that we saw Algae Rhythm by himself. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> we are ignoring that we first meet him alone. We gotta talk about Algae. Talking about how <laughs> good and smart his ideas are. Well, he's alone, yeah. but he's also with his non-verbal CGI character that is Wait, his which is, is, is that Clippy? I, I don't know what it's, Clippy is, but is Clippy, Clippy Warner Brothers IP? <laughs> they it's are doing a Clippy be, movie. Because this is obviously Clippy just like inside the box that Clippy came in. <laughs> and then that was them when they de-sexed Lola Bunny, they had to like sex up Clippy, Clippy to yeah, right. create. So them. they add a little yeah. last one. I was so horny looking Clippy. <laughs> but I, I will say that seeing it back to back with that initial LeBron scene, you are like, well, Algae Rhythm's you know, this villain, he's treating this Clippy guy the same way LeBron treats his kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like so That's that'll true. pay off really somehow with the same tone. The, okay, so Don Cheadle plays Algae Rhythm, who's like a yes. in the Warner Brothers servers. He's, He's an algorithm. The server verse, yeah. And when we see yeah. him, he he is looking at clips of LeBron James, and I think his quote is um, I've searched far and wide and I finally found him. And I'm thinking like, LeBron's been around for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've watched him mature. I mean, we saw You're, him in high school. And also now's not really the time. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been ten, five years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Would have like a better search algorithm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to look for what they do. Algae rhythm thyself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so yeah, but so, what, is so he, his, what is he searching for? He just he, is looking he's, for. He's looking for someone who's, he's like, he's famous. He's a family man. And he's so famous, everyone knows his name. Like, he's just looking for someone famous. And he goes, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like his fame combined with my technology. Uh, awesome tech, I think he says. Yeah. Yeah. He, Which is called Warner 3000 or something. <laughs> I think something funny considering LeBron's performance in the film is that he is in some ways looking for the most versatile famous person imaginable because right. it's all about being able to plug him into <laughs> like a, every single movie ever made, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that's the idea that's pitched essentially, although it was a little confusing, but it's basically like hey, with Warner Brothers 3000 te- technology, we can put you into every movie. We can put you in Batman. We can put you in... I'm trying to think of any other Warner Brothers movie. Mm, um, Batman. I think that's more one of the big ones. That's yeah. what they mention. <laughs> they mention For sure. Batman. They yes. definitely say Batman. It's one, of those, the Matrix, it's one of those things. Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and I talk about this a lot in um, the show How to Make It in America. 
they were <laughs> their job was making t-shirts and there would often be a thing where they would pull out a t-shirt and you the audience wouldn't really know if it was supposed to be good or bad <laughs> and you would just wait to see their reaction <laughs> to, either to, be in like, order to know how to watch the thing yeah you're they would either be like yes or like oh no <laughs> 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 and this pitch was like that where like i wasn't sure if, maybe how it's it good was, maybe. yeah and so then I, would, after, yeah, I, like, I was surprised <laughs> i was surprised because lebron goes I got to say, that's the worst pitch I've ever heard. And I'm like, I was like, I didn't think oh, it was that bad. What's oh, confusing yeah. about that is that we know LeBron in real life actually greenlit that pitch and made the movie. And made so the movie we're watching. It's so confusing. Maybe that, maybe that he, was a joke. He also yeah, says it's tongue in cheek because he okay. does end up starring in uh, some version of all of these different movies. He right. says, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. And then Algie Rhythm is pissed. He's, he's really hurt. <laughs> well, Algie Rhythm watched these movies and was like, you know what sucks about like Batman versus Superman is like it's Ben Affleck and not LeBron. And then, <laughs> it's true. It's like, and then it's like, then what happens? Like it's LeBron and then I go see it again? Like, I like what the fuck happens? Like I go see The Matrix and it's just LeBron's in the Matrix. I go no back to the theater to it. I mean, like, what to be happens? fair, I might. I might go see it. <laughs> If you I would go see Braveheart with LeBron. I would. I would, be, I would yeah. love the to Matrix. See any of these, if they just, if they had the balls to just substitute him in for Keanu and put it out legitimately in theaters, <laughs> you're telling me you would not see it. <laughs> I gotta say, if they did it, like they should do this with like uh, all of Kevin Spacey's roles or something, <laughs> where yeah. like I just go to see um, uh, LeBron and Baby know, Driver. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the usual suspects and it's like LeBron like um, <laughs> pretending to have a limp or something. That the Bobby Darren cool. biopic, LeBron singing. Mm-hmm. That should have yes. been the premise is that we're going to take all of our canceled stars in the Warner Brother library <laughs> yes. and we're going to replace them with LeBron, LeBron. the uncancelable celebrity. That's what and then we see it. the yes. clips of the canceled celebrities, which gets them paid. We see LeBron in American Beauty, you know, and we're kind of like, I don't know if I like this color on LeBron. LeBron's <laughs> fantasizing about Mina Super. <laughs> it's a little problematic. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely watch that. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me, but I'd have to see the whole thing. So so LeBron basically turns this idea down. He says it's the worst thing he's ever heard. They get into an elevator and they're leaving. And then all of Which, a sudden... Which, by the way, knowing the Warner Brothers lot like we do... Mm-hmm. These We're all veterans right? of the lot. These buildings are only two stories tall. At the, You're at going the upstairs, no, they, they my man. They so fudge this. I, I was so blown away. I can't this believe they crazy. thought they'd get away with that. This was yeah, almost as crazy. This. this was almost as crazy as the O oh, snap thing in 1997. Scott yeah. caught that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so so they go in elevators and the elevator takes them to the server floor or something like. In and the, the kid yeah. and the kid who loves making video games walks over and goes, "Cool servers." And he knows exactly what they are just by mm-hmm. looking at black boxes. He's we should like, talk about how this, this kid made video games. Kind of, yeah. Server. We should talk about how this kid made video games because it's like it took me weeks to make this, and he's just like scanning people with his phone. I don't understand his this sort of video game technology. Right? And to like to get a character to act like a spider, he bought a spider. <laughs> And he like laser captured it. That's how they make video games, right? Just rent a spider. Yeah. (laughs) Rent to own. And also, there's one move that's like pretty simple. That <laughs> We're going to talk like, about this. 
<laughs> yeah. This is this move, move. This basketball move is supposed to be like LeBron's famous basketball move that basically yeah. breaks the game and is the key to the entire movie. And it's his sort of lazy <laughs> crossover it's step just a back crossover three. Step back. And, <laughs> and yeah. even in person, does it disable the game completely. It deletes the character. The character. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I don't. We kind of touched on this before. And I, I don't want to skip anything but just like because in the opening his son is unable to do this move that LeBron's been trying <laughs> yeah. to teach him his whole life like he can't do like the ball just goes flying like off the court and then in the like pivotal moment of the game at the end I was like well shouldn't we see the kid, the kid do, the kid do no, shouldn't no. we see him do the move especially once he's like all powered up at least in the first half of the game shouldn't he do it to LeBron and be mm-hmm. like looks like I did learn something like right. when no. it's like the executive the executive there is like no we got we gotta see Bugs Bunny do it yeah, <laughs> with with no consequences. Bugs Bunny does it, and like yeah. first LeBron's gonna do it, and I was like, yes. so LeBron's just gonna do <laughs> gonna do his move, move? and He's the kid's g- just standing like <laughs> off to the side, like they just he posts up in the corner and never gets a pass or anything. It's like why we, we I just mentioned that doing the move will will delete whoever does the move. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, that's, yeah. The that's why LeBron. Has so LeBron is going to uh, LeBron's killing himself. He's committing suicide. He is. A, he is. He is. He is killing himself so that the world may live. <laughs> like, He's like a modern we don't day think Jesus we should have Christ. Riley yeah. Coyote do it like what? Because <laughs> <laughs> he sort of can live through anything. But that's yeah. the thing is, is like. Granny. Granny. I mean, Granny. I mean, we're really <laughs> she's seen it all. You know, she's lived a full life. <laughs> Bugs Bunny is good. right there. He's a person who has said in the movie, "I can survive anything." Yes, that's right. The, the, it, it was so obvious. Off. Just have Bugs do it, and then everyone's like, "No, no, no!" And then Bugs does it, sacrifices himself, and then is alive. And the next scene is like, "Yeah, I told you I could do anything." And my problem, my problem with the move is that they pick this move. Like Jordan sort of had his signature dunk from the foul line thing, and. In Space Jam 1, they exaggerated, so he dunks from half court, you know? In this movie, his famous move is the one of the lazier moves. When you see it in person, it's not that impressive. Like, it's right. not... Oh, yeah. Does, does he have a better move that he's sort of... Well, you know, for, catching or? an alley-oop or something, or a big block, maybe, could have been a LeBron. Well, the, yeah, yeah, the chase, chase down, down block, block is the famous thing that he did, and oh. you would think that he would do that at one point in the movie. So what is it? Chase down signature. block. Can you guys act it out for me? It's when a guy is ahead of you. So here, yes, I'll act it out. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll be the guy with the ball. Okay, <laughs> I'll be the guy ahead of you. Oh, I'm I, the ref. No, no I'm no, the guy with Hayes the ball. Is ahead no, of me. We can't <laughs> I'm LeBron. No, everyone can't okay. have the ball. There okay. can only be one ball. <laughs> yeah. okay. This is the problem with <laughs> the whole climax of the movie. Well, there's multiple balls in this movie. We'll talk about Okay, that. I've got I've got the ball. I'm all by myself. I'm running to the hoop. Nobody's going to catch me. It's an easy bucket. Of course he's going to get it. Then yeah. I come truck. I'm LeBron. I'm trucking down the sideline. And it's like, well, he can't cover all that ground. This is Layup's going to go in for sure. Okay, here I go. Shoot, hit the layup. And just before it hits the glass, I fucking spring out of nowhere and I block the shot. Mm -hmm. And everyone looks over at me, the referee. They're like, you're going to call a foul? You're going to call goaltending? And I'm like, no, clean play. Clean play. You know, I wave Mm -hmm. it off. That's a huge... They should have done that. But instead, they did the like, LeBron looks down at the ball. That's (laughs) not cinematic. That's true. But LeBron looks... Uh, we to are. the very end. But since we're talking about it, this is, I think, a perfect encapsulation of why movies are bad now. It used to be better, which is if you were in the original Space Jam, if you pitched 
Okay, so at the end here, we'll like we'll make everyone think that Bugs Bunny like really died for real. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Why? Why would we ever <laughs> for a second yeah. like why, like we're, we're gonna pretend like Bugs Bunny died?" Here's are what I'm thinking: this Bugs Bunny movie? dies yeah. and he floats up to space into a bunny-sized cloud and then disappears. A bunny-sized cloud or a bunny-shaped cloud? Because this That's is a important. Good question. I think it's a bunny-shaped cloud. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> a bunny-sized cloud, I don't know if that would even register. Yeah, no, because in be the like, first Space Jam, the stakes are they might really lose the game. Yeah, yeah. right. They, they would be they a might slave. lose the game. And so they would like, become slaves at Moron yeah. Mountain, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, and th- and but now that's, like, those oh, are the stakes states. here, too. But then it's also like Aunt Bugs Bunny's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I also have to say <laughs> he everyone, sacrificed himself. Everyone on Earth who who got lured into watching this game got trapped in the serververse and they would Including all die Michael as B. well. Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. We got, that's Michael. a huge part. Yeah. We gotta talk about the what do you do? Three days on this? Probably <laughs> three days. <laughs> Can you not remember live? Quick rehearsal, a blocking rehearsal. <laughs> Costume fitting. <laughs> <laughs> that part looks like uh, Tom Sharp like has a bit about the Entourage movie where a lot of the characters look like they didn't even slow down their car as they were <laughs> they were like they would just like wave out the window. To they're like, fair, where's he, parking he, for this? And they're like, don't worry about parking. Just stay in your car. <laughs> he gives it the the Michael B. Jordan heave ho. I mean, he I don't think he does he say clear eyes, yeah. fool hearts, cat lose, yeah, which I think Friday is a Night Lights, yeah. which which Reference. I was kind of like, did he ever say that in the actual Friday Night Lights? He must have, because I think. Well, yeah, did he play football in that, together, or was he just yeah, like a guy? Yeah, he played football. He was a, yeah, he was a yeah. quarterback. Okay, yeah, it was fun seeing him. I so this is my experience at Space Jam from like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I was driving home to record this podcast, and I'm thinking about the movie, and I'm thinking about this scene where they really pump up Sylvester of all people comes in and says, "I found Michael Jordan." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, why is Sylvester? Do, why is he? Yeah. Why? Put, put, yeah. Put someone better on the task. Yes. It should have been Wayne Knight, to be honest. If you're going to yeah, really course. bring back the piece. Is Wayne Knight yeah. pissed that he's not in the sequel? He's got to be furious. He's got to be. Yeah. I think so. Yes. I, I have a theory about that. <laughs> so they, uh, they pump. Oh, oh, Michael Jordan's walking in. They show his like silhouette and then it's Michael B. Jordan. And it was funny. I, mm. I enjoyed it. But then I start thinking, like, why wasn't Michael Jordan in this, in this movie at all? That would have been the ultimate team up to have they Michael have Jordan teamed up. Yes. I so I'm thought. thinking about this. Wait, I want to say what happened. I'm thinking please, about this. I'm please, driving please, a please. car. I'm eating a slice of pizza that I just got from the grocery store. You sound gross. Yes. <laughs> and I use my other hand. I'm stopped in a light, but now I have both hands. To pull on out your penis. Wallet. And with, <laughs> with my other hand, I use Siri to ask why wasn't Michael Jordan in Space Jam Legacy? <laughs> and that, and then the light turns green while I'm saying that, and so I start moving, and then I turn to the left and I see my wife taking a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and does she see you with all this? Yes, she does. And I found out later, and we were close enough that I was worried that she had heard me. <laughs> <laughs> that is embarrassing. Do you think she would have divorced you not. immediately? I have. Uh, I I didn't even confess to her what I what I was saying. I said oh, I was. I talking pray she does not listen to this. Did podcast. Siri have an answer? And I heard Sean. You have yes. a, you have a theory. Siri well, did have an answer. I, I had a I had a 
I had a thought experiment, which is just like, they're all so disappointed to see Michael B. Jordan. Now, Michael regular Jordan is like 65 years old. So there's a debate as to who would be more who helpful would be to better. the basketball yeah. team at this That's juncture. True. Well, that's like, the other thing. Oh, is good. Like, Michael Jordan's here. If they walked in with real Michael Jordan, would you be like, wait, why were we excited about this? <laughs> at least Michael B. Jordan, it's like, well, let's fucking throw him out there. My, I mean, Michael B. Jordan's got a, he's got huge arms and like, I think he's, he's, yeah, he's not an athlete. Yeah. He's yes. an athlete. He's not an to athlete. not to say yeah. that uh, that he could automatically play basketball, but better than the Looney Tunes. Of Who course. would be more helpful? Yeah, yeah. I what think- I got was a very dissatisfying Screen Rant article headline: Why Michael B. Jordan. Space <laughs> Jam Legacy, and in it it says we have no evidence that he was ever asked to be in good answer in Space Jam Legacy. Good answer. But my Wayne Knight theory is maybe someone did pitch him making a cameo. But then they're like, well, if we ask Wayne, we got to ask Michael. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because I was like, why isn't Charles Barkley in this? If you're going to have the inside, the NBA guys in there, they were like, like, totally cut it. But here's a question. Why wasn't Michael B. Jordan in the first Space Jam? It's a good question. As a little kid, he should have been doing it. What was he on the wire at the time? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Wasn't he a little kid on the wire? Was he a little kid on the wire? Okay. He was. Yeah, I he think was. he was I Wallace, was right? Wallace, yeah. Where's there Wallace, are, man? A- a- Avon Barksdale is back for this movie. Wallace that was. I was gonna say we we skipped over the bread and butter of this movie because mm. where the movie, the fun and games of this movie is when they assemble the team, and all the tunes have left. I hated this. World. By the way, I think this was <laughs> terrible. This, this was the worst. This was the best and worst part. Yeah, the, you the and movie, Bugs the, Bunny. Bugs Bunny didn't like it. Wouldn't do crazy Bugs about it. Anyway. Well, well, so I mean, me and Bugs are very similar in this respect. <laughs> they yeah. go from they go through all the Warner Brothers properties, picking up the other the, uh, the tunes Looney left Toontown yes. because Algae Rhythm promised that they could get out of Toontown and be in other Warner Brothers movies. He convinced them that they were like slumming it in Toontown and yeah. they would be like happier and more satisfied if they were starring in the movies that he had also promised to LeBron. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what them being in these movies He's is doing. doing. Yeah. Like who, if I had watched it, like if I had watched, like I watched The right. Matrix not that long ago, was Granny? Yeah. And Granny was not in it as far as I said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they all seem to be very happy in their new yeah. worlds. Too. That's yeah. true, I guess. It's a little like the Muppet movie they did, right? Where like they've all dispersed and moved on, and like Kermit's alone in an empty mansion, and they've got to re yeah. Is that the team Take Manhattan? I can't remember, but no, um, it's like the recent one. Like oh, the, the Jason oh, oh, Most Wanted. One. Yeah. Oh no, this that one. one. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one happens to go through the best properties that Warner Brothers has to offer, and I think like. They go through Game of Thrones world. They go through Harry it Potter world. It seems like all they have times. is Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, <laughs> Game of Batman, Thrones. <laughs> and Wonder Woman. Austin Powers. That's Austin all. And Matrix. Don't forget Austin Powers. And the Matrix. Oh, they fuck. make... <laughs> the why Austin. wasn't I in this movie? By the way, I'm in Austin Powers 3. <laughs> I was like, were you in why that was, scene, Scott? Why wasn't I, like, defending the rim? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, the back of your head should have been out there that defending the rim. That was a disappointment. Yeah. Hufflepuff. When they go to Harry Potter world, LeBron says his famous line, Hufflepuff, I knew it. And Bunny goes, nerd alert. <laughs> Oh, God. That you know there was a bunch of rounds of punch up where they got to that and they're like nerd alert. All right, we could move got on. It, got it. By the Does way, guys, have anything uh, here? Yeah. In in the last episode, I talked about how I did punch up uh, on Looney Tunes back in action. 
And sure. I did want to say, I forgot to mention this in the intro. I today read an interview with Joe Dante where he was very frustrated. He was like, yeah, and then they bring in 25 gag writers to like punch up <laughs> the, punch up the, the Looney Tunes characters, like very dismissively of my work. <laughs> so... Um, so I, so I guess Joe I knew Dante he was not happy on the, the day. I told I told you that Sprague on yeah. the last episode, but but to to hear about it from straight from the horse's mouth was very so, disappointing. <laughs> so here are some of the properties they mention. Of course, LeBron says his famous line, "What in the Matrix hell?" And then we go through the Matrix universe, <laughs> of course. But then they do Mad Max, which I feel like is like a hard R, right? There's yeah. no oh, yeah. kids watching oh, Mad yeah. that. Yes, we talked about this. Like, who is this movie for? <laughs> like understand. when they first release the matrix clip we were like well no one who's watching this will like have a familiarity i think with that's an r-rated movie as well and it's and it's old like yeah it's like it's, every one of these things was also parodied in a scary movie you know what i mean yeah. like well, it's, they almost, all it's almost like putting a patent parody in the first one by the way wait wait <laughs> <laughs> Witness me is on the little side that <laughs> Wiley Coyote holds up the bad backs, which is like what the like fucking sick boys hold up before they <laughs> sacrifice themselves by committing suicide. So it's like right. tribute to the fucking bone lord. And, and that, doesn't doesn't Wiley Coyote like spray the silver stuff that that they have yes. to get them high he on his face? Yeah. Huffing shit. He's huffing. He's doing an inhalant. I was like. The yeah, not only is it a movie that is hard art, they're using the hard art elements of the film. The most right. fucked up parts. They they go to Austin Powers, of course. Elma Fudd is mini me. I, I kind of laughed at that. I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought he was Doctor Evil. Was no, Elmer Fudd is mini me. Biggles were. I was so <laughs> enraged that I was not in the movie. That I was I was seen <laughs> red the entire time. And Sylvester <laughs> says. What are you doing here to Albert Fudd? Which made me think, like, wait, so what you, you guys know each other from two times. happening <laughs> this whole time? We, we should say, like, that they are going down a checklist of desired characters to get. Right, the yes. Looney Tunes are not on the list. They have traits that they want. So they yeah, want size. they want Superman. They want Wonder Woman. They want Batman. they want King Kong. But they have Bugs Trinity on the list. Like yeah. one of the Trinity's on the list. They don't. Neo's not on the list. <laughs> no, Trinity well, is on the list. Because if because there's already a character on the squad that will sacrifice themselves at the end of the yes. movie for everyone else. They can't have well, two Jesus. Also, characters. if you go into the Matrix 1, there's a chance to get Neo. There's a chance you get him in the first act when he doesn't know Kung Fu, you know? Right. So, mm. you know, you don't to show him Trinity the Trinity knows what she's doing the entire movie. And when they, Grandma does her Trinity thing towards the end, somebody goes, she is the one. Which, <laughs> she's not. She's Neo not. is the one. No, she's not. <laughs> it's actually pretty stupid. They're they, playing they fast also, and loose. I think maybe one of the worst parts of it was when Rick and Morty show up. Oh, <laughs> Easily the nadir <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> they I, drop I off. Know there, there's a whole article about how they got involved and I didn't want to, I, I didn't read it unfortunately because we just watched the movie but uh, I, I, it was a big negotiation or something like that. To well, get it was worth it. Oh. It was absolutely worth it oh, to have I'm them sure come in on this spaceship. Like easily eight figures for yeah for, yeah for them, putting them in there. They also yeah. go into two different DC universes: one with Superman and yeah. one with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the, this the the movie is two hours. On un, unlike mm. Space Jam, 
one, which was as short as Joe Rogan. Famously um, short. <laughs> it, this this one was so long, and I'm just like, just cut out this side quest business. Just have fucking LeBron get in, meet up the Looney Tunes, and then he starts playing basketball with him. Like, I disagree. The game itself. Go ahead. You're right. <laughs> I disagree. I think this thing should be a HBO miniseries <laughs> that takes multiple episodes. They should be living in these universes for full episodes. So there should be like a like four hour Snyder, Snyder the, cut. The, the basketball Snyder game. Cut. The basketball game is. Like fifty minutes of the movie. Well, that's, I mean, that's like, a lot. When like it the original started, space and space. I saw how much was left, I was like, "How much of basketball what? is there?" So I think they could have taken trims there. The collecting the characters is, you know, I heard from a lot of people that like the the script was changing every day, and no one knew what the movie was going to be, <laughs> and that tracks because. It is such fast clips of just like, <laughs> they just pop into a movie and get them. And then it's like done in this montage style, but some of the scenes are very long and must have been hard to make. But then like the Rick and Morty guys showing up feels totally tacked on. And my favorite part of it is that they just throw Taz against the window and go like, <laughs> we're done studying this thing, brat. Like we don't need him anymore, brat. <laughs> Morty doesn't say anything. And then... uh then LeBron points at Taz and goes, does that thing bite? <laughs> this raised some questions to me about LeBron's awareness level yes. yeah. of the Looney Tunes. We got to talk about bugs. He knows them very well. And everyone points, alludes totally to the... Everyone alludes to the fact that Space Jam happened. They're like, we're doing this again. They're they're bringing back the old team. But it's LeBron like, never does. He LeBron never... Did he it. not no. see Space Jam? It, it, they really have a complicated relationship with the original movie. It would yeah. have been so easy to just be like, "Wait, that was all real from that the was movie? yeah." Except this this movie yes. as as a as you guys are we're all writers here. This movie could have been streamlined so easily and be a be a hundred minutes and have yep. have a real story that made sense and in, you know exactly what you're saying like oh that was all real okay well guys yeah. how much basketball do you remember eh we yeah. forgot everything and then he trains them and then they go do the fight and then thing. in the middle when they're training they're like we need someone who's done this before let's go get a ring and then they go get Jordan and he probably yeah. walks with like a cane and then he trains them and then he dies he does at the, the Dick end. Van Dyke where he throws the cane away oh no that's uh, Willy Wonka he yeah. throws the, the cane away does the somersault <laughs> yep I can still gamble, he says. <laughs> By the way, like- I, I I do want to say you mm-hmm. you guys made me remember this, but um, on the Between Two Ferns movie, we did the sound mixing on the Warner Brothers lot, and um, next door to where we did it, there was this big sort of like fenced off portion of the WB lot, and I was yeah. like, oh, what's in there? And they were like, oh, they built a basketball court for LeBron so that when he is filming he can still practice basketball uh, in his like in between the scenes and stuff. So there's a huge basketball court that was like you couldn't see with the naked eye. You would have had What's to go funny out. about that is that that they did do that for Michael Jordan they too. Did. Yes. So LeBron must have been like I have to have the exact deal Jordan had but more. You know what I mean? I think right. that was more like Jordan really famously like trained all the way because he was such an obsessive like he was a psychopath like competitor and so he would have all the best players in the league come play with him on the on the Space Jam lot 
And so I think LeBron knows that and is like, okay, you have to like, you have to build this thing. I'm not going to be like <laughs> playing that much. I've got other meetings and stuff. I in don't really world. have to. I've, and I've got all this other stuff in, in dev. So like, <laughs> but you, but yes, we will be needing the court to exist. I, I, I sort also of think, think, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Sean. Oh no, just that like, um, uh, that that's part of why you can't see it. Cause I remember talking to an executive and he's like, I've been going by and trying to like sneak in and see what's happening on the court. Cause I wonder <laughs> if watch people these did epic see games, some of the Michael Jordan games, but it's like the LeBron one. It's like, Hey, make sure nobody can see it. <laughs> it, it just Someone seemed like go it was over there. Em- anytime I walked by, it would just be empty. And get you- one of the security guards to go over there, dribble a ball around. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. <a> little bit. <laughs> just make sure people, um, can you put I, I a think- speaker in the middle of the court with just the sound of dribbling? <laughs> hey, give me the ball. <laughs> I think if this movie was smart, they would have, extended the middle of the movie it started to go into like funnier movies because i think they were like too on the nose like if they were in like the fugitive or something or if they yeah. jumped into like mm. smaller movies it would the have been properties like, they were going into were so they were played with, like, out marketing uh mm-hmm. study like just like the biggest you know these are our like biggest ticket items and so we need to pump like justice league and like wonder woman and right. all this shit and it's like it would have been funny would have been if, funny to go into like weird movies it would have been funny if they went into like other hbo shows like into the wire and stuff and bugs yeah. Buddy was Stringer Bell. That would have been They're really going fun. White Lotus? That, I mean, it's very hot right now. <laughs> it could have been. Let's throw him in White Lotus. Maybe Ted Lasso. You know, everyone's talking about Ted Lasso. They go into um, big little lies. <laughs> so so they they eventually round up the players and then they they play this basketball game. And the kid, by the way, has been recruited to to the dark side by LG Rhythm and is playing. Yes, the against kid is in father. the plot. He the kid is in the plot of the movie Hook, actually, where right where Hook yes. takes Hook, Rob, yeah. Yeah. he yes. takes Robin Williams' kid and he starts being like, "Your dad sucks. You want to be like father. me." Yeah. He's being yeah. groomed. They yeah. it's actually pretty gross if you think about it. <laughs> this algorithm is rhythm. totally fucked. When he first sees algae rhythm, he says the computer's black. That I thought. Okay, <laughs> I would say that is the funniest joke of this whole movie. I did say, all right, it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I would say the funniest joke is uh, where they go. Um, we got. We're gonna get some butts in these seats, and then suddenly you hear like a huge rumble, and Bugs goes, mm-hmm. "How big are these butts?" Yeah, that was pretty. good. I thought that was good. That was pretty good. I'm a the, sucker for anyone saying butt. My favorite moment. So they really care about like the emotional through line of LeBron doesn't know how to have fun. And then the Looney Tunes <laughs> teach him how I really <laughs> did get into when he started having fun with the Looney Tunes. I was like, and he's just by himself with a green screen, but he was really selling that he was having fun <laughs> with, with I know his, what you're his friends say. with like Marvin the Martian. And then to show he's like staring down the other team and then he does this face. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, Hayes. That it's he the does. funniest thing. It's one of the fun- he has like legitimate physical comedy chops because he can make this one face. If you Google LeBron James funny face, you can see it. <laughs> I saw he one, so I think I'm good. He does it in like post game interviews sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but it really I really enjoyed seeing it on, on screen. It was very I, I have, funny. I have a favorite joke from the movie, which maybe mm-hmm. isn't that exciting, but um, when the manager character is the only one who doesn't get sucked into the stands and he's <laughs> talking to his yes. phone alone, okay. it's just, and he's very, he's a good actor and he's going, he's going, Siri, put me into you. And she's going like, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. And he's like, Siri, me, I'm here. 
get me, <laughs> suck me into you. So I'm <laughs> just him trying to explain. It. I was like, this is a funny bit that, that was they good. got with this guy. That guy took, that was Wayne Knight's part in the first ones. They took yeah. Wayne Knight and made him into this funny young black guy, which, you know, I'm, I'm very into that, you know? Well, so the, so Carl, the cl- have we heard from Carl? Did any of his jokes get in? Didn't Carl do punch? Oh, Carl works on it? Oh, we didn't know that. Sean, am I wrong about that? I, I, I'm, I don't, um, I'm not sure. I'm sure he may have. What do you, well, you were asking Sean, of course. I don't know why Sprague answered. Uh, I, uh, I think he mentioned getting pulled in to, to either consult on it or punch up or something. I, I know okay. a lot of I'll people have to ask. Did. Okay. You guys ask on your show. But um, <laughs> so the climax of the movie is, is them playing this basketball game with everyone from every Warner Brothers movie ever watching the game. And it's, yes. I mean, and this, this came out in the, in the trailers beforehand where like people were zooming in and it's like the clockwork orange weirdos. <laughs> oh, yeah. The iron you giant. Know. That's actually the best moment when LeBron is like, who do we need for courage? The iron giant. He'll be a great <laughs> Like everyone knows who, who the fucking iron giant And then he sees Taz one second later. He's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Doesn't iron giant also figure in prominently to ready player one? Yeah. Yes. Which is also a Warner good. brothers movie. So I thought that, no, that was Disney. Me, I think isn't Ready Player. Oh no, Re- I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Big Hero Six. That oh, was okay. yeah. Ready Player One was Warner Brothers. So it, and it, it is it like was. yeah, okay. the big this, Iron yeah. Giants in it. Right, right. Yes. right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, they they keep trying to make Iron Giant a thing, but I mean, Brad Bird. You know, he did. A, didn't he do that one? Brad Bird. Yeah, he did. did. Yes, and, and it, it was, was a catastrophic good. failure. It's yeah. in Ted Lasso too. They're watching it for some. It's, <laughs> why is it so? Why <laughs> Ted Lasso? Why? They're like Iron Giant is just like. So available. Do you get a tax break on your movie if you throw it at Iron Giant? <laughs> well, so they, yeah, they play this crazy so, so game. Every, yeah, everyone is watching from other movies, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. How are they going to do this? They're gonna they're gonna get clips of these other movies and like CGI them? No, they got." Basically, the world's worst extras. <laughs> they're like Halloween costumes. In Halloween really. costumes, doing they're, they're acting so hard. It's and so you know bad. that they were there for weeks. Yes. Having to be like, more excited, more excited. Yes. Even the guy playing the math, <laughs> you're, you're like a little bit like, okay. Like, okay. Hey, tone let's, it down, let's, let's, let's tone <laughs> it down to Jim Carrey levels. Yeah. <laughs> the, I wonder if they gave their library to LeBron and asked him like what his favorite characters would be or what he thought would look the coolest because the people in the front row are like the mask and Pennywise. <laughs> like, yeah, it's shit where it's like, it's not, you know, the Harry Potter characters and like the most famous shit they've ever done. It feels like it was handpicked in some way. It like, felt to me like the Harry Potter thing was they have a licensing agreement with with Jake, that notorious turf, J.K. Rowling, and mm-hmm. and it felt like they only had a certain time limit of stuff that they could use from Harry Potter because you you saw you did not see them very much in this movie. Yeah, and that would you be know something. what I think. You know what I think it actually is is that there's going to be a Harry Potter TV show on HBO Max, and there's going to be a Game of Thrones TV show on HBO Max that a co- that was supposed to be coming out around now. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like let's compete. get people talking about uh, the motherfucking shows. You know, Harry Potter's back. We're no longer talking Fantastic Beasts. You know. Such amazing synergy. All the people who watch Space Jam, A New Legacy are yeah. guaranteed then. They'll go, well, I got to see this Game of Thrones show. I got to see this thing but with the winds you, of winter or whatever it's called. Can you imagine, though, like 
spending because movies take a long time to make three years or whatever, at least. But spend, spending so much of your artistic energy towards making something and directing a movie and then like and you do it in the 70s, you know, at the time of like Raging Bulls and Easy Riders or whatever. And you're like so proud of it. And then years later, you're watching Space Jam and <laughs> your main character is like jumping up and down next to Burt Ward dressed as Robin. You know, it's like humiliating and emasculating, you know? Yeah. They had in the front row, they had Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Can you imagine being Arnold Schwarzenegger and working so hard yeah. on Mr. Freeze? <laughs> yeah. They had Danny DeVito's Penguin as well. They were yeah. not next to each other, but just like close enough for it. You had the Batman 66 crooks that had like yes. their, their names written on their black shirts. Mm-hmm. And but you, the, but the, it, it Pennywise got very, took me out of it. Was Hellraiser in it? Was Pinhead there? I don't think Pinhead was there. You know who else was there? Space Ghost was there. Space Ghost yes. kept like flying around. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. I used to watch Coast to Coast. I guess, that but it, but it also got, the 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 Wizard of Oz monkeys. I think which I oh, I didn't the really flying think. monkeys. That was MGM though. I know. So maybe they bought the catalog bought or something <laughs> at some point. Well, it's Wizard so of confusing. Oz is in the public domain, so maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> that's great i like but, but i got, think there's i think got, there's one warner brothers property that they dropped the ball on and they didn't put a character in. they should have had a whole sequence where john travolta's character from swordfish shows up <laughs> and he says to bugs buddy all right you're gonna get your dick sucked here and i need you to hack this video game while it's happening that would have been yes. a hilarious or, or if you need to tone it down you're gonna have your ears sucked <laughs> exactly. Your ears sucked. We should have been an ear sucking. Thing. Yeah, you're gonna get your dick looked at. <laughs> yeah, they're both perfectly acceptable ways to tone down that joke. We're not implying a sexual act, but <laughs> so uh, but, anyway, yeah. I don't know. Is there winter, any more? I say winter is coming. You remember we, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, he's dragging, dragging. Oh, by the way, they they 3D animate the Looney Tunes, which some look okay, like Daffy looks okay, but Bugs looks bad. You don't want the hair on them. They all look like Sonic rejects, you do. I think we should talk about the the sort of monsters that they end up assembling. Yeah, which are we have to. (laughs) We should. Which are I would say the issue with this movie is they don't have the fun NBA player jokes like the first one does. This one just has like digital versions of Anthony Davis. Uh, da- Damian Lillard, uh, who are the the Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson uh, yeah. gets converted into a villain named Wet Fire. Yes, which I have a big <laughs> note on this because <laughs> yeah. because they say because he's wet. And he's fire. But if you're going to name your water character Wet Fire, who's only made of water and is like you know should be called like Mister Splash or something. Uh, you cannot then have a fire character as well. It's, you can't <laughs> introduce both. a character named Wet Fire who's made of water, and then the next character comes out is just a guy who's made of fire. And yeah. it's like, well, is he? Here's my big note on wet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> here's my note on Wet Fire: is that Ernie and Little Rail are the announcers of this movie, and they go, "Uh oh, that's Wet Fire." I get it because he's wet and he's fire. And then one of them says, "That's really clever." I don't yeah. think you want to throw that in there. No, as a writer, you can't ever write can't a joke and then have a have a character that you also have written say, "Boy, that was really funny." To your joke Di- that you wrote, Diana Taurasi is sort of 
like half snake, half basketball player, which yeah. I kind of thought was fucked up. What was her character's name? <laughs> her character's name was White Mamba. That's I was what like, I thought, but I was like, that yeah. can't be right. <laughs> that can't be but yeah. then I checked. That is her actual nickname. Oh, okay. she is known as that in, <laughs> Interesting. in WNBA circles. I was not familiar with the other WNBA player, but she was like very prominently featured. Um, yeah, what was she again? I don't even remember. She, she was, was like the Ara- spider, the spider, uh, right? Oh yeah, yeah the Arachana or something. And Damian Lillard, of course, played Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> who can has the power to stop time Sometimes. or something which is yes. pretty funny that whole sequence the ga- the game stops down so many times for these <laughs> really really long set pieces but i did think that was funny just the choices are so odd he stops time and he decides to like dress lebron up in a costume and he chooses a pirate it's just the laziest. <laughs> yeah, dress him up like well, a Warner choice. Brothers character. You have this whole catalog. Dr- Do dress him up like a cavalier or something at the yeah. very least. Also, the X Men like did this same sequence with like I mean I guess Quicksilver. they with Quicksilver, yeah, yeah. but that Quicksilver yeah. and it was so good so and it much was pretty better. recent and it was like the exact same idea <laughs> but like trash. way better and so it's just like what you gotta go either crazier with it like do yeah. like you gotta escalate gags. yeah it's, this is for all the writers out there escalate your gags it's like guys it's so easy escalate just your escalate gags. your gags you gotta teach a master class code so oh, this yeah. game is that like would be all minutes. i would say by the way it would be very short there's power-ups. The kid is, like, jumping on things, and the game kind of doesn't make any sense. People are scoring hundreds of baskets at a time by just throwing it through the hoop. I, the score is, like, 1,000 to 300 or something. And what's also funny is that they didn't even let it be, like, LeBron's getting his ass kicked in the beginning. Like, LeBron gets a couple buckets in the beginning. Yes. No, like, he still scores a little bit. He is good, but it is a hundred. It is 1,039 <laughs> to 37 at the half. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, you know, they have their halftime moment and then they figure out they got to freeze the game because of some glitch or something. I I mean, this part started to really drain for me. I was like, I just want to see more of the characters in IP. I'm tired of this basketball. The whole movie drag. You can cut a half hour out of this. It would be great. Yeah. The gremlins show up. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Joe Dante's yeah, gremlins? Like Joe Dante's gremlins Uh-oh. himself. I wonder oh, if no. he's pissed at them, too. He's probably pissed. Somebody punched How the How did you know part. on the day that he was not happy with what was going on? Well, we talked about this in the last episode, but, okay. but we watched the movie um, first with the producers and him. And then they said, okay, well, generally, what did you think? And then we sort of like tore into it a little bit about the plot not making sense. And he was like... He turns to the producers and goes, see, I told you so. (laughs) In front of everyone. (laughs) And and then I read in this interview, he said that making the movie was not fun and it was the longest year and a half of his life. And he he didn't have any freedom and he loves the fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I, I, the only reason I sit, I stumbled across it was because this morning I watched Rock and Roll High School. And I Scott's watches some weird shit. I was like, wow, some of these sequences are so good. So I looked up who directed it, and this one guy directed it, but Joe Dante stepped in 
and directed a lot of the sequences. And I'm like, that's the Dante touch. He's like mm-hmm. so good at these physical gags. Yeah. And that led me to then looking at this interview where he said that he didn't like working with all the joke writers. <laughs> Basically uh, an interview that you thought you'd read for fun, but then cut to the core. <laughs> <laughs> Looney Tunes back in action. I for Once a decade... For like five consecutive decades, there would be the thing that would come out where it would be like, the Looney Tunes are back. back. <laughs> and, and who's and, bringing and, back? Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yes. And, and, and they, most of the time they have been met with a resounding, no, they are not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the same thing happened. It was just, it turned out to be just that thing mm-hmm. until the next time they tried to bring them back. The they got to get Rabbit. back into streetwear. That's the only yes. thing that really was enduring for them. Weirdly, Roger Rabbit, is I've thought about that. It should be he should be back, but he they don't do, totally. Be, they don't yeah. do anything. Why was that only one movie? And then they yeah. did a few shorts, but like they have a big fucking ride at Disneyland that stars him. Yes, you. It's this IP that's Bring just sitting back. there. It's like, come on. Well, it was tried to do. Yeah. Uh, there was going to be that big Looney Tunes movie in like 2015. Jenny Slate was going to write it. What yeah. was it? It was like the it was called Acme or something. You know, that was like the, the like the short. Right. Wow. Right. We should get it. Uh, it was gonna be show. like the dark, gritty Joker take where yeah. like Bugs Bunny's in an insane asylum or something. Yeah. And then Shoots Robert the, De Niro in the head. <laughs> they Spoilers were for Joker. Get, they were unable to get a Looney Tunes thing going again until this is honestly true. LeBron was in train wreck. And people were like, oh, LeBron, he's kind of funny. (laughs) He could probably act in a green screen room all by himself. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Uh, Michael Jordan was so unpleasant to work with that they basically were like, let's never do another space. (laughs) (laughs) Until finally they see one basketball player be kind of good in another movie. And they're like, yeah, okay. So this movie sort of wraps up, you know, Bugs Bunny shoots a step back three to save all of them or something. And then LeBron still ends up dunking it somehow. I don't even remember what happened. Bugs Bunny uh, dies. He gets a jump uh, panel. uh, His his son, Dom, who has switched teams to join his team, frisbees a jump panel. Uh, and Algae Rhythm says that's cheating. And LeBron jumps off it. Were we told that rule like that you <laughs> yeah can, it seemed like algae rhythm was taking advantage yeah. of all of that earlier and it's yeah, algae rhythm like, was openly cheating at different points in the <laughs> yeah. game like there's only one rule to this game no frisbeeing power up discs yeah that was so weird it didn't seem like it would be cheating at all also every yeah. dunk up to this point there are style points attached to it so they're each worth like 30 to like 3000 points but at the very end of the game <laughs> First, the bad guys are down two, and then they dunk it. Now they're up one, and then LeBron sneaks in a dunk and three, so they win by one. By one. So yeah. that one at the end where he used two power-ups was worth two that points. Worth two points. Maybe there's a deleted scene where they talk about how in the last 30 seconds of the game, there will be no style points or something like that. Yeah, yeah they, that yeah. was on the cutting room floor. Yeah, they just yeah they all had a little meeting in the, at half court and went like, hey, we got to stop with these style points. It's too hard to keep track. Of it seems totally random. Like, Let's just go back to regular buckets at the end. <laughs> I want to jump back really quickly to you guys talking about bringing back Roger Rabbit and just after seeing what they did to Lola Bunny, like what do you think happens to Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, Jessica Rabbit. No, she's probably. <sighs> yeah, I mean maybe how they. How does that get animated? 
<laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Maybe that's they why it's not going to put her in a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> don't gonna think be that's going to be a damn potato sack. <laughs> I, I want to ask, okay, Pepe Le Pew is famously not in the movie. Because they felt like him hitting on women is dated. Even though in the first Space Jam, he's used perfectly fine, where he's just, he smells. Which is a great comedic conceit for a character. Mm -hmm. But Speedy Gonzalez is still in the movie. It's pretty problematic, I got to say. Is he racist? They used a lot of ADR where, like, he wasn't even on the thing, but it was like, uh, you know, he was saying stuff like, that really hurt, bro. Like, a lot of lines like that. Well, every single Iglesias. Yeah. It's Gabriel. But when every single line... is always that he is beloved Mm, in the Latino community. Uh, but but, but, but yeah, give him something to do other than like occasionally going like, oh, my free holies are cold, you yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. But well, which is, he says, Neo's got nothing actually. on me, bro. Yeah. That's the famous yeah. slide. Now that I think about it, if it's voiced by a famous comedian, mm, I don't it was know. Still it seemed like every line he said something in Spanish. And that was all he was used for. He had no like agency in the plot or anything like that. No, he didn't do anything in the game. Like Tweety Bird gets a dunk. Like Roadrunner gets used for Roadrunner speed. Even though we've established that Kronos is way faster than Roadrunner. Yeah. And (laughs) who's faster, Speedy Gonzalez or Roadrunner? Yeah, this is something that we've talked about before. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? There's yeah. probably a race that they probably Love had some cartoon race. or something. They did have a cartoon. Here's the thing. Race. If you're going to have Speedy Gonzalez time. say that King Kong's got nothing on you, like you got to put him in training day. Like, let's see the whole thing. I want to yes. see him get shot to death in the middle of the Los Angeles street. No, yeah. like, I want to gag where they Mendes cut to nude. King Kong. <laughs> right. They cut to King Kong. I guess that's a funny bit, I guess. Yeah. King, King Kong, Kong being oh. butthurt is funny. He's like not happy. Um, so this, yeah, at the end of the movie, the game ends. They win. Uh, all the people in the world have been sucked into the serververse and would are going to be stuck there. By so. the way, I don't remember this happening. So <laughs> it happened so quickly. People no, just I don't. Look rem- at I don't remember it happening in real life. Like so. The, oh right. You, you know, I don't remember getting sucked into the serververse. Yeah. No, I would have remembered seeing this game because <laughs> Wet Fire is one of my favorite <laughs> players. It's also so clever. Uh, so they win the game and everyone gets sucked back into reality. I wonder what this would do for the world afterwards. Like everyone would have to come oh, to terms yeah. with the fact that they well, they were sucked into a server. A lot of people wouldn't have wanted to leave. Right. You know, so there would be a whole contingency <laughs> of people trying to figure out how to get back in there. They would like probably storm the Warner Brothers lot and try to like, f- try to force it to happen. Like Is LG Rhythm lonely? Yeah, yeah, they should have played yeah. that up a little like, bit because there was no. Does he want everyone in there so bad. Like, <laughs> well, why he wants is that to get like a... out. I thought. Yeah, he, wants he does. He wants to be famous. He wants like, everyone oh, to know algorithm. his name. A sort a of play confusing. on the word algorithm. I got. I feel like. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like in the first one, I really knew what the aliens kind of wanted. Yeah, they more. wanted slaves. I get it. For the theme park or whatever. In this you one, really relate the, to that, Sean. Yeah, of course. They want slaves for the That's theme park. The motivation. Yeah. I, of course, have tried to start my own sort of spraggy wood like Dollywood, and I want slaves to work there. But we'll talk about that. Whereas, like, somebody wanting to be famous or being lonely, I can't relate to at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, that 
that was really weird to me. Also, we didn't talk about Anthony Davis and the fact that yes. really no one ever clowns on LeBron for anything except for this invented trait that he's like addicted to the fundamentals and is very strict, yeah. <laughs> which is but, so strange. But he says to Anthony Davis, it's time for your eyebrows to break up with each other. And then he says, like, it looks <laughs> ugly, bro. Get over it. This is a guy who really has a unibrow. <laughs> yeah. And is yeah, on LeBron's weird. team famously. Yeah. Uh, it did feel like a kind of burn. And I, I really wonder if he had to get permission, like, hey, um, just so you know, this is what the character looks like. We're going to really clown on that brow multiple times. Or, or maybe Jordan- on the day. He like, oh, look at what the writers wrote for me. I got to go mm. clear it with him. Yeah, are you cool with this? But Jordan got made fun of for like his baseball. Like they made jokes at his expense. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really happen. Doesn't happen. They don't poke fun at any real stuff. They Uh, just a little bit about him moving, moving from team to team. Was played on a lot of teams. They make that joke like three or four times. Yeah, but that's really the only thing. Like Michael Jordan legitimately was not good at baseball and they made fun yeah. of him for that, you know, which is really funny. And it's funny. It does make me kind of be like, all right, Jordan has a little bit of a sense of humor yeah, about this. this whereas egomaniacal yeah. asshole was like, <laughs> yeah, they could take a dig at me. It's, like. tough. <laughs> it's tough for them to make fun of him in this movie because the thing that most people make fun of him for now is being in this movie. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, yeah, also, I, I'm very disappointed. We talked about it before you guys got here. The main thing I wanted to see in this movie is the Looney Tunes characters taking a yes. knee before the game. We thought this would be fun. Oh, yeah, we thought would, that'd be a fun Toon really Lives Matter thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they say Toon Lives Matter. <laughs> and we thought that would have been something. And of and course, Elma Fudd looks over and he goes, he shakes his head like, hmm, I don't know yeah. about this he shit. Stands, yeah, he stands up. <laughs> Yeah, to me, I think it would be Foghorn Leghorn. The they did guy. touch on LeBron's sort of activism a little bit, but they really didn't do what they should have done. Someone should have come out and sang the national anthem, and they should have all kneeled <laughs> before the game. Speaking of the, the potentially racist characters, there's a line that Yosemite Sam has, or when sorry, when he's in Casablanca, and <laughs> they yeah, play it against Sam. Yeah, though. she says play it against him, and he says, "You got baggage. I can relate, sister." And it's like, what is what is it about Yosemite? <laughs> Sam's character. <laughs> that he has so much baggage. That he has emotional baggage. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. got in- incredible anger issues. Like, he yeah. must have yeah, just... I guess. Sure, but, but then conversely, in Casablanca, is that character known for having a ton having of baggage? baggage? I, not really. It's, it's like a star-crossed was, lover kind They're of just thing, getting but... on a plane or something, right? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, maybe so we, that was it. We yeah. think Bugs Bunny dies. And then at the yeah. end of the movie, when LeBron drops his son off at video game making camp, which or by some the way, shit. his, his yeah. kid is an idiot for not knowing like, <laughs> what direction they're going in. Basketball camp probably is not around the corner. Why does he think they're going to basketball ball? The camp? whole movie is about That's LeBron weird. wants his son to go to basketball camp, and he wants to go to E three game design camp. <laughs> and at the very end, he uh, LeBron is like, "Sorry, you couldn't go to E three game design camp, but you're going to basketball." <laughs> Ball camp instead, and the kid is like, "I that's totally okay." I wanted, to, I want to take a break from playing. I want to take a break. The game I designed, the game I designed, just like came to life. This sounds like, oh, like oh, it's oh, a oh, traumatizing oh, experience. Yeah, was, I'm having PTSD. I need to stay away from video games. LeBron goes, "Ha ha, fooled you." 
<laughs> and then just pushes him out the car yeah. and goes, have fun at E3. Video and he goes, give can. me that basketball. The kid's like, I'm going to keep the freaking ball, Dad. Kid, I don't know what goes, You know what? I want to keep it. I want to have to explain it to everyone. <laughs> the video game that when you're meeting well, new people, if, that's what you yes. want is like... <laughs> Well, if you want to get right Who's that to fucking freak holding a basketball, <laughs> but but if you want to get to really fast, LeBron is my dad. Probably the fastest, yeah, that's the fastest way to do it. Yeah, to carry a I heard LeBron's around. kids coming to E three. Let's look around. Oh, look around. Oh, there's oh, there that guy he with that he's in the ball. <laughs> okay, he's the one with the basketball. <laughs> he's the one dribbling over there, coding uh, and dribbling. I also want to say about that debate that debate about which camp he goes to comes to a head in front of all the Warner Brothers executives. So <laughs> so LeBron says this pitch is very bad. He's brought his kid to the pitch. His kid says, like, I designed a video game. One of the Warner Brothers exec, uh, Stephen Yoon, is like, starts being like, oh, really? And then the kid just goes like, you've heard of the E3 game design camp. That's where I'm going. LeBron goes, no, you're fucking not. You're going to basketball camp. Kid's like, I don't want to. They start like shouting at each other. And Sarah Silverman's like, okay, I've got to get out of here. This father-son thing's happening. And then, yeah, I, I do think that like LeBron, in the first one, Michael Jordan is such a dick to the other tunes, which is funny because you find out in The Last Dance, like that's how he treated his teammates, you know? Yeah. Like, this so is the part was, where he yells yeah. at the people. But I'm like, is LeBron really abusive to his kids? Like, is this movie? How close is why, this? Was why did LeBron- they let why did they why did he let the studio yeah, was he insistent? I think they tried to have it both ways where they're like well, I could be abusive to these kids, <laughs> but not <my> right? Kids. <laughs> but 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 I think I think you're right that they just stole this all from Hook of like, oh, you're a yeah. you're a father who's not in touch with your kids, mm-hmm. and him reading the script. Why does he just go, yeah, like, yeah, okay, I'll do that? You know, does he not give just a shit the, that much? The whole idea that any basketball camp wouldn't kind of schedule around easily, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like these two things that kids like to do. Like he There's doesn't whole, own his own. We're watching a movie about the combination of them both. The basketball camp would call every other kid and be like, hey, <laughs> so unfortunately kid. E3 Game Design Camp is this weekend. So you will be. <laughs> At the drop of a hat, yes. LeBron could be like, I'm starting my own basketball slash video game making camp. Yes. Everyone's going to go. Yes. By the way, the other thing I want to bring up is the fact that it's a week later they're going to this video game camp. Everyone in the world got sucked into this video game. Yes. Yeah. And they don't have amnesia about it. They've never no, established they, that. Everyone remembers. Yeah. Like this kid is going to be famous at this camp, uh, you yeah. know, as the guy who created the thing that they were all sucked into. I mean, yeah. he should be. Well, let's see that. I got to see the sequel. This movie. I got to see the sequel. They should have just kept this one going. <laughs> Another <laughs> hour on at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just sort of the the implications of what it means to have sucked everyone in the world into a video game, and then now everyone you got to live your life normally. It would have been that yeah. would have been fun. End it like an A twenty four where it's like an introspective, like what have I done with the world? And I think yeah. that was so fun. embarrassing at video game design camp that the game you designed almost killed <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> And everyone in the world. Yes. Which at the end, you find out Bugs Bunny is out and he's just he's now fine. on Earth and he's, he's him just and like, LeBron hey, are I friends. I told you nothing could kill me. By yeah. the way, we're all staying at your place. And LeBron's like, uh, don't know if I have room, but we've seen his house. It's giant. 
And they and have then, the, they yeah. have the joke. You know, LeBron was like, "I got a joke. I'll tell you when we're gonna do it." You know, we're definitely gonna do this joke. LeBron's famous little Taco Tuesday thing. I thought uh, was one of oh, the is that dumbest. A thing? Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. thing. I think he like trademarked it. He might have trademarked Taco Tuesday, you and he had to include Taco it. Taco Tuesday. It's really fucking weak. But oh, but okay. you know, it's fun. I guess the implication is that Bugs Bunny's gonna live at LeBron's house, which is pretty All fun. the Looney Tunes are. They all come yeah. to LA. The Bugs is gonna live with him and he's like, that's fine. But then yeah. it's like I brought the whole gang and he's like, What? <laughs> I'd yeah. watch the movie of all of them living in LA and going to auditions and stuff. Yeah, and add another classes. hour to the film. I wanna <laughs> see that. Look, yeah. the sequel obviously should be about all of the kids at E3 uh, game camp <laughs> not liking the kid because he yeah. they they almost died and being like very afraid of him and then conversely contrast that in the other scenes with all the the humiliating rejection that the tunes go through in auditioning for films because they used to be able to star in whatever movie they wanted the it's matrix like yeah. sunset whatever. boulevard type mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is a good sequel yeah. the, i think the tunes are back <laughs> what do you guys think? Mm. I really do. So I got to say, I don't think this was better than the original. The sequel probably is not that great. Me and Scott are working on a sequel that we think is going to be better. It's called Space Jam, but it's about Guy Fieri trying to find a new donkey jam. <laughs> and he's yeah. going into each restaurant sort of figuring out. And then the Looney the, Tunes the, come. Well, the Looney Tunes, I'm the thinking, Tunes. should not be part of this. You don't think, just, okay. yeah, I think it's just Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this is good. He's still just shooting everything in front of a green screen yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll I think in, this is good comp in the restaurant it could later. be like the, the it could be like be it, still. <laughs> it could be like the characters from like the viacom universe yeah yes mm-hmm. south got nora from nora from the queens watching shorties michael ian black from i love the 90s we've got little bush I think this would be good. <laughs> I think this would be good. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for well, watching this. Before, I think Scott- before, yeah, before we go, we should yeah. ask the question we always ask. This is our second episode. Yeah, um, yeah. We should ask the question we always ask, which is, are we better off for having seen this? This right, is, of course, a show this about things that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And we need to know, like, are you glad that you've seen it or could you have died without seeing it? Could have died I'm, without seeing it go to save. Okay. What do you guys think? Uh yeah, I could I'm down I'm pretty much good to die whenever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am really glad that I saw it. It is it's one of the most diseased uh, creations <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Rick and Morty show up, you're like, this is yeah. sick. Something's wrong here. Uh, and I am glad for that reason that I saw it. I had a good time. I thought LeBron was good. Way better than Michael. The idea of Michael Jordan being in this script <laughs> was really funny. <laughs> like Michael Jordan dressed up. Acknowledge his kids on screen. But his like, adults or his his kids are all adults now and he's treating them <laughs> exactly kids. like this. Hey, like, I want to go to E3 video game camp. He's like, no. Could you imagine if they had to try <laughs> to 40. convince Michael Jordan to put on a Mad Max costume to sit behind a green screen? <laughs> Even for one second, do you think they could have got him to do it? I don't think Bugs. so. What are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> well, guys, thanks I, so much I, for watching. Did, by the way, you didn't get my answer, which is 
Unfortunately, I could have died without seeing this. Mm. I am not glad I saw it. Although I loved talking about it with you guys. Uh, That was nice. And uh, yeah, I I guess I'm glad I saw it. Although while I was watching it, I I really was pretty bored and was like, this time is just burning away. Um, But I did did try to ask you at the very beginning, Scott, whether about the first one. Um, did you think the first one was any good? I remember it being kind of funny and fun, but I again, did I was a not really think it was that good. But in retrospect, after having watched this, it's way better. I, I would rather watch that again. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was definitely better, right? Okay, and this just because bad. it was, it was, it was a lot like Joe Rogan in the sense of it was famously short, famously short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. and, and the Looney Tunes in this one are legitimately not funny at all. The, like, it's no, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah so I, they I, say I, so I, that happened. Like, yeah. All the and progress then, and, they oh, made with yes, that's right. Their sense of humor. <laughs> Granny says haters gonna hate. Yes. There's a like, whole rap section we didn't even talk about where the Looney Tunes. I, I was rap. hoping we we didn't have to talk about it. To Porky be honest, Pig raps, that part right? made me so sick. Sorry, Sorry we brought Porky this up. Uh, yeah, I did say that it was a James Corden style rap. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. it was, and that I was very disappointed. We talked about it because we watched the clip on flagrant ones, and I do think that like. Why not just have when he picks up the mic to rap? Like, what if you had like Method Man come into yes. it? Yeah. That would have been so fucking cool if he went like, "Hang on, let me adjust the mic a little bit." And he clears and his throat. Real real <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that would have been great. Why does it have to be so corny? Yeah, I thought it was funny that Tweety dressed like Slick Rick. I thought that was funny. <laughs> okay, all right. So there was some good. In that it. was something. If we take one thing away from it, it's Tweety dressed as Slick Rick. Throw it on a long T-shirt that was for you. Yeah. Throw it on a long T-shirt, and we could wear this thing, and then it would be. How great. do you know what Slick Rick looks like? He has that eye patch. He's got the oh, eye patch yeah, and the, it, and the it, big gold chain. I, right? yeah. For some reason, I was thinking the Humpty guy, Digital Underground guy. Didn't he also oh, have an yeah. eye patch? <laughs> Uh, maybe, well, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people getting poked in the eye back in the eighties. Really? Maxine. I mean, I yeah, mm. eye patches were big in the eighties and nineties. Right now, Dan Crenshaw, he's the only guy rocking one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get in trouble like SNL Pete Davidson. He's gonna want to say you're gonna be on the next episode. Next episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so join us for the next episode where Dan <laughs> Crenshaw is gonna get <laughs> Well, well guys, guys thanks so thank much you. for watching this we appreciate it we know it was sort thank of tortured you. we sort of wanted to torture and i think we I got a guy liked it well okay. it was still sort of torture the fact that you like is sort of some kind of crazy you know your mind played tricks on you and i guess scott we can answer the question do we think the guys drop the bit at any time yeah do you guys this is real and i've i've talked about this on bang bang a bit and anytime yeah. carl tart is on i ask him do you guys ever drop the act I thought we were very charming on this episode. I thought we were totally normal. This question is actually very insulting. You know, you, you might be right. You might be right, to be honest. You guys you might really be right. You guys were sort of more like your real selves. We were so cool. Yeah. Uh, it was funny just, and nice, yeah. Yeah, funny and nice and chill. Four real guys here just hanging out on Zoom. Well, thanks a lot, guys. This has been fun, and, and we'll catch you guys next week on Scott Hasn't Seen. Thanks for listening. This is Spraggy Baby, of course. And next week, the movie we will be watching is The Addams Family. The creepy and the spooky. Scott hasn't seen. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>